The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Farm Links Field. Dave McCurley along with Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett as the Fayetteville Wolves get set to take on the Thorsby Rebels. We are a Thursday night game this week, so we are putting them on kicks 100.3. We'll step aside, take a timeout, and when we come back, I had some words with the Childersburg head football coach, Johnny Johnson, about their game tomorrow night against Walter Welburn and a big game at Legion Stadium tomorrow night between B.B. Comer and uh, Isabella. I will talk also with Coach Adam Fawcett. All of that when we come back, plus the voice of the Fayetteville Wolves, Blake Bagley, here in just a moment. You're listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Siliconga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to cook them on. All at the new Siliconga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that, but our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza ovens, too. That's should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Sylacauga. Thanks. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Markets. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh yeah. Allen Brew Markets. find what you're looking for whether you're buying or selling a home your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent this is blake Farr with area real estate i can help you understand how much house you can afford if you're selling i can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible stop by our office on west fort william street anytime between 9 a.m and 5 p.m let us find what you're looking for Welcome back to Farm Links Field. As we get set to bring you Fayetteville and Thorsby from the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth high atop here of Fayetteville's Farm Links Field. I told you because we are putting Fayetteville on on Thursday night on Kicks 100.3, no coaches shows tonight live from Harvey's. So I had a chance to talk with our two coaches that will be playing tomorrow night. Of course, Sylacauga in action right now as well. They'll be starting up here in about 25 minutes as they are on the road at Beauregard. I had a chance to talk with the head football coach of the B.B. Comer Tigers, a huge game tomorrow night at Legion Stadium against the Isabella Mustangs. Here is what he had to say. 
Dave McCurley with the head football coach of the B.B. Comer Tigers, Coach Adam Fawcett. Coach, you know, last week uh, against Sacks, Sacks a very good football team. You had some guys that were injured. Uh, not to make excuses, uh, I know you talked to me earlier this week and you didn't play well, but now you step back into region play. Uh, first of all, has it been a good week of practice? Yeah, we've had a good week, uh, you know, getting kind of getting everybody back and everybody uh, healthy again and, and ready to go. Um, region play obviously mean, means a lot more. Um, not that last week didn't mean anything, but uh, region play means more. You can you can kind of put an emphasis on on the region game as far as playoff standings and things like that. So uh, guys have been uh, fairly focused and, and uh, ready to go. So it uh, should be a good game. And of course, you are three and zero in the region. I have not asked you this uh, before now, and I'm maybe putting you on the spot. But if you win uh, on Friday night, uh, does that automatically put you in the playoffs? Uh, I think it does. I think you know, generally, four region wins will get you in, unless there's some uh, some craziness going on like if we beat a team and then uh another team beat us and the team we beat beat them you know you start talking about some ties and things like that but uh generally four four region wins put you in uh and, and that's what we're shooting for is one to get locked in and then to uh get seated as high as possible and hope to be able to play at home in the first round Coach Adam Fawcett with me, and of course, Coach uh, Isabella comes to town. And uh, you know, last year, second round of the playoffs, we were there. I was there with you. Very good team. Talk to us about the differences between Isabella last year and Isabella right now. Uh, you know, the biggest difference is up front. They lost a lot of linemen, uh, playing a lot of new guys up front. Uh, but all their skill guys are back, uh, and I think they're probably I think they're better this year than they were last year. So, uh, quarterback and, and tailback and uh, uh, receivers are, are solid. Uh, they don't make many mistakes, and uh, so you you've got to really play disciplined football and um, do do what you're supposed to do. Do your job defensively. So, uh, offensively, um, they've got a couple guys that they can be a challenge for you. Uh, got a linebacker number nine that. that he uh, he brings a load when he hits you, um, so he's got you know we've got to make sure we know where he is at all times, and make sure that he's covered up on any blitzes and, and protected to keep our uh, our backs and quarterback healthy. Coach, uh, with Isabella, is it more this game of you stopping Isabella and watching what they're doing, or is it more just doing what BB Comer needs to do? Uh, we got to do what we what we need to do. Uh, we got to get back to Comer football and uh, playing physical uh, and and getting after it. Obviously, uh, putting points on the board. Uh, you know, uh, being being shut out that that hurts your ego a little bit. So, uh, coming off a shutout, we we want to be able to put points on the board. We want to be able to uh, to score fast and and uh, get ahead. Um, and then play defense. So uh, defensively, we're gonna have to get after them and, and shake them up. Coach Adam, Coach Adam, Coach Adam Fawcett with Coach Adam Fawcett with uh, me on Kicks 100.3. Coach, uh, you know uh, you're four and two now, three and zero in the region. That's what really matters. Um, another region game with Isabella coming up, and of course. Uh, um, 
you, you've talked about the how you guys need to prepare, how you guys need to execute and play BB Comer football. It's hard to do that when you're not healthy. Talk about the uh, the condition of your football team health wise right now. Uh, health wise, we're, we're okay. Um, getting healthier every day. You know, we're having to. Uh, having to be smart about how we practice with some of our guys and, and limit the contact that they have and um, just kind of make sure we're doing smart you know smart things as far as uh, when you're in a small school and depth is an issue you learn creative ways to practice and uh, you know you all, you're always trying to learn new things and, and get new ideas and uh, I've been reaching out to other coaches for some ideas on, on best practice habits and how to still be physical and not get hurt, and and uh, you know, no, nobody's got it totally figured out. Everybody's uh, that's the great thing about coaching. Everybody's going to steal from each other and and uh, get new ideas from each other. So uh, that that aspect of the brotherhood of coaching is still there, especially for for guys like me that have done it for a while. You know, I've got a a group that I I talk to a lot, and um, and and we bounce stuff off of each other. So. Uh, but the you know you always want to worry about the about the the physical well-being of them um, you know the mental aspect uh, over the recent years I think the mental the mental health aspect uh, has has probably taken precedent over physical health and uh, the the mental aspect has been tough to 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 read on some of our guys throughout this season um, a lot a lot been a lot of things going on a lot of things just happening in the community and in the area and and how we uh, compartmentalize that and handle that, it, it differs from kid to kid. And, um, you know, having, having conversations with them and, and trying, to, trying to understand their feelings sometimes is, is tough, uh, but, but it's something that we've got to do. We've got to make sure that those guys know that we're there for them and, and helping them out. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not only getting them ready for Friday night, we're trying to get them ready for, for life and the future and uh, everything that it holds. Two ball games on Thursday night. I, I'm really believing there's going to be a huge crowd at the BB Comer Isabella game. Um, your crowd will be there. They'll be ready and ruckus. What will be your message to your football team as you leave the locker room for the last time out at uh, Legion Stadium? Uh, you know, the big thing is, uh, you know, first off, it's going to be senior night. So this is our seniors, you know, kind of a tribute to them. We'll, we'll have another home game and homecoming down a couple weeks down the road. But, but senior night, so first off, you know, uh, playing hard and, and, and playing, you know, for our seniors that have, that have put in four years and, and uh, represented Comer over the last four years. But uh, the, the biggest thing is is we got to play Comer football. We've got to execute. Uh, we've got to play physical in, in uh, all three aspects of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. And, and we've got to understand the purpose and, and know what our purpose is and, and uh, understand that we're all fighting for the same goal and, and play as a team and play discipline. Good luck against Isabella and uh, go Tigers. Yes, sir. Thank you. Coach Adam Fawcett with me. Uh, early as we talked, uh, getting ready for tomorrow night's game with Isabella, I also had a chance to talk with the head football coach of the Chillsburg Tigers, Coach Johnny Johnson. Here's what he had to say. Dave McCurley with Coach Johnny Johnson of the Chillsburg Tigers. Coach, tonight Walter Welburn comes into town, and, um, you know, they bring a pretty good football team. It's no different for you. Your football team has seen a good fo- football team basically every week. Talk a little bit about, though, the changes that you might see in a uh, Chillsburg Tiger tonight. 
Uh, you know, uh, so we're going to try some things different. You know, we're still going to do what we do, but we move a lot of people around in different positions. You'll see if we can get a win. Uh, Walton Webber bring a very good football team here. Uh, but every week we've been playing good football teams. So uh, we're going to see can we compete, see can we play full-quarter football. And, of course, another region game. So if you want to make the playoffs, this is one that you really need to win. Oh, definitely. You know, they come in one and one. We won in two. So we still need to hunt. You know, we've got to go get a win. We'll be back with more with Coach Johnson on McCurley in the morning on kicks. Dave McCurley with Coach Johnny Johnson of the Chillsburg Tigers. Coach Johnny Johnson in studio with me. You know, last week was homecoming. Uh, Coach, it wasn't a good homecoming, but this week you're you're at home again. Always great to be at John Cox Stadium. Uh, kickoff is at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, you've had a great week of preparation. What will your message be to your team when it comes to uh, Walter Welburn tonight before you take the field? Uh, we got to be able to finish. We still ain't finished. Uh, we got to have somebody make a big play. We still got to have some leadership. Uh, you know, we got an opportunity to go win a football game. We got to go out and play good football. Every week, we, st- we still ain't doing the things we need to do to go win a football game. And of course, I believe, and I think you do too, that winning is not necessarily beating the other team, but making sure we don't beat ourselves. Yeah, that's what we've been doing lately. You know, the games, I think we lost. We have played a good team, but we have hurt ourselves many times with penalty, uh, not executing on both sides of the ball. Uh, we just got to put full quarter together on, on everything we do. Coach Johnny Johnson and the Chillsburg Tigers taking on Walter Welburn tonight. Kickoff at 7 o'clock airtime at 6.30 with Robert Sprayberry and myself. Go Tigers, Coach. Go Tigers. Coach Johnny Johnson with me and, of course, Coach Adam Fawcett getting ready for their games tomorrow night. Here tonight, it is Fayetteville and Thorsby. When we come back, the voice of the Fayetteville Wolves will be Blake Bagley, and he'll be joined by Jacob Bassett. When we come back, you are listening to the Fayetteville Wolves Sports Network. Broadway Spinal Care may be new to Sylacauga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. You're gonna love how you Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field. I'm Blake Bagley, joined by Jacob Bassett. Jacob, it is a cool, crisp fall evening this Thursday as the hometown Wolves get set to take on the Thorsby Rebels. Yeah, normally I'd be the one bundled up, but you're the one wearing the hoodie and the long pants, and I'm the one wearing uh, short sleeves and shorts. But I'm telling you, it's, it's a pretty night outside not a cloud in sight great night for some football yeah that it is jacob i'm always saying something about you being cold and i'm the one to whip out the hoodie first but in my defense i don't have an undershirt on yeah i always have one on keeps the, keeps the heat in just a little bit yeah that it does so rocky start here for the wolves uh halfway through the season they come in tonight at uh oh and five um and they're taking on a pretty solid thorsby team who sits right now four and one yeah, and, uh, Coach Limbaugh will tell you this is a rebuilding year. Yes, we are young, and we have some bright spots, but we haven't played a complete four-quarter game yet. Yeah, that we haven't. But I will say some positives to take away from the past couple weeks. The Wolves are they're averaging 14.2 points per game, but they're giving up 51.4 points per game. That's a negative, 30, negative 37.2 uh, average margin of victory. But the last two weeks... 
the Wolves have scored 21 points and then turn around and score 20 points. Um, so the offense is starting to get the ball moving. Yeah, and if you uh, go back to our schedule last year, you can consider that the SEC West. Well, that schedule has since moved on, but that is still the West with Lynette, Laverne, Lafayette, and Highland Home in that region. I guess you can consider our region this year the SEC East. Yeah, that it, that it could be compared to, Jacob. And, and the good thing the Wolves have going for them is Thorsby's defense is uh, giving up 24 points per game and only scoring 40. So, um, you know, that'll, that'll give the Wolves maybe a little bit more, I don't know, opportunity for success on the offensive end. Yeah, we've been in games where we've had the lead late in the game, or at halftime, rather. You know, we've played Verbena close you know, to the half, we actually went in with the lead, and then Rainburn, we turned around that next week. We had the lead going in the locker room and just couldn't do anything with it. No, definitely, like you said, Jacob, we got to learn how to finish games or not get so behind in the first first half that the second half is just playing catch-up. Yeah, last week we gave up 14 points in the span of two minutes, and their uh, offense hadn't even touched the field yet, so we have to eliminate that. Absolutely, as uh, – David alluded to with Coach Johnny Johnson. He was talking to him. Yeah, you got to beat the other team, but the first thing you got to do is not beat yourself. Yeah, and we've done that a lot this year, and last week was a prime example of that. And uh, we turned the ball over a lot. I actually had a chance before the game, before you got here, I was in the locker room talking to Coach Limbaugh. I said, I know we didn't have a show tonight, so give me some keys, something to talk about on the radio. What are your keys for the game tonight? And he said, controlling the football, limiting penalties, and not giving up turnovers. Yeah, absolutely. Can't turn the ball over. That's kind of been the, one of the uh, Achilles' heels um, of this team this year. And there's been a few of them, or they wouldn't be 0 5. But um, that's one of the main things they got to clean up. And they also got to clean up penalties. Yeah, last week we were penalized, seemed like every other play. And penalties will kill you, but you can't give the ball to the other. You can't score when the other team has the ball. Yeah, that you can't. And, you know, Jacob, too, like you just said uh you got to be able to hold on to the ball i don't know what the time of possession comparison is throughout the whole season but you, you can't punt go three and out punt every drive you know we we were saying seeing ashton donahue warm up out there and unfortunately we have seen him on the field punting um quite a bit here in the first five games of the season so you know you're halfway through the season you haven't got a win and your punters on the field a lot you got to start building some momentum on the offensive side of the ball yeah, and as good as Ashton Donahue is at the punter position, that's one position you don't want to see during a game. And unfortunately, like you said, we've seen him a lot. Maybe, you know, this is the start of the second half of the season. Maybe we can see that turn around. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, Jacob. I and mean, I think, you know, you look at Thorsby over here. They got some big hefties up front. Um, and in order for the Wolves to have success on either end of the uh, end of the field, they're going to have to try to bully those guys around, which is, Easier said than done, but they're also going to have to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands a lot quicker tonight. Yeah, and it's a comparison, it's a compare and contrast kind of thing. If you look at our line, I mean, we're less than 200 pounds is our biggest lineman. Yep. And and Jacob too, Thorsby may not be the best team the Wolves have played so far. I think that probably goes to Isabella, but I think they're the biggest um, team so far. And you've seen the Wolves with their size difference struggle against those bigger teams. Yeah, and, uh, they're not giving. 
Landon Payton or Cadence Barrett or whoever the quarterback is are not giving him time enough to throw. And when they do have time, they're throwing the ball downfield completing passes, and we saw that last week. Yeah, and I think that kind of negatively affects some of your players' uh, psyche is when, you know, you have one guy starting one week, the other next week. I know Cadence got hurt that at one point, but, you know, they both come on the field and they're playing tight because they think if they throw one bad pass, they may be on the bench later. Yeah, and seeing Landon on the field, you know, having the bits of success that he has, I mean, that's a positive thing looking forward because he's only a freshman and he's out here, you know, completing passes to, to seniors in Reed Wallace and uh, Zeke Deloach. Yeah, he is definitely slinging it out there, and that's why I would give the nod to him because this season already, I mean, you're out of the playoffs. You're already going to be less than 500 the way the odds look. So, I mean, get out there, let your freshman get some experience so that by the time he's a sophomore, he'll have one year of experience under his belt. Yeah, and we have a favorable schedule the rest of the year. Yes, we still have Comer coming up, but we have Thorsby tonight. We have Kusa next week, and Kusa's only won one game. They, they haven't won a region game yet. We have no. Woodland coming up. They, they're winless this year, and then Holy Spirit. I, I don't know what their record is right yeah. now, but the last time I saw, they're not a very good team either. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. We're about eight minutes to kick off, and uh, we'll be back here at Farm Links Field here in just a second. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Goose Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by. Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday. On Highway 280, right across from Elite Daycare Center. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coosa Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coosa Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CVMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. Coosa Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Taste it and love it. 
Papa Grace Cafe. The drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. Welcome back to Farm Links Field. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett as we are under five minutes to kick off and Jacob, I am excited about this game this evening. Yeah, it's a Thursday night game because of race weekend this weekend and you know, I'll be there and uh, let's uh, welcome our special guest over there. We hadn't mentioned him or Mr. David McCurley is joining us tonight. Yeah, that he is, Jacob, and uh, the reason he's joining us tonight is because with this being a Thursday, we actually get the honor of being on Kicks 100.3. And uh, we were talking earlier, we're undefeated on Kicks 100.3, so maybe that mojo pass over to tonight. I'm hoping so because uh, we don't want to carry the luck we've had so far this season into tonight, so maybe some of that kicks 100.3 luck can uh, come on over here towards it. And I will tell you, thank you guys for letting me come along. We're about to the top of the hour, so let me tell you, you are listening to Kicks 100.3, that's WYEA out of Sylacauga, and our captains are on the field for the coin toss uh Blake, getting ready to see who's going to get the football first. Yeah, I know if the Wolves win this toss, they will definitely want the football first, but we'll wait and see how it falls. Yeah, you know, Coach Limbaugh is usually the one that gets the ball first. And, you know, you, normally I'd go with it in the second half, but, you know, I'm not the one wearing the pink visor tonight. That's right. He is uh, wearing the pink visor, but Mark Reed has not changed his strategy out there. The highlighter hat. Got to love it. Yep. So – appears that Thorsby won the toss and they will defer to the second half so Wolves will get the football first and uh, we'll take a quick break here you're listening to Federal Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3 is right here. This is Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Milo's, Ace Hardware Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, Atkinson Homes, Area Real Estate, Movement Mortgage, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zandt Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Childersburg Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Sylacauga Parks and Recreation, Furniture Masters, Sarah Automotive Sylacauga, Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce, Alta Point Health, Broadway Spinal Care, and First Bank of Alabama. Now, here is color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome back to the field where we are just about to get things underway. And uh, as both teams just come out of the tunnel, and you got your Thorsby Rebels out here suited up tonight with gray helmets, white jerseys, and maroon pants. 
And uh, the Wolves, not surprisingly, coming out with the gold helmets, pink jerseys, and gray pants. So there won't be any trouble distinguishing the two. Yeah, one thing about these pink jerseys, though, Blake, the numbers are easy to read tonight is a breast cancer awareness night. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. And uh, Coach Limbaugh really shows his uh, support um, for trying to find a cause and, or, you know, Find a cure for it by pulling out the uh, pink jerseys like he does. Well, you know, I found out this week, I think it was with David McCurley was talking to him on his little thing on Sylacauga News. His mother-in-law is a breast cancer survivor, so I think that's why he's big into this. Oh, wow, that's great. You know, usually uh, Evan Blair, the PA announcer, will call out anybody that uh, is a survivor from it, so they get to uh, stand and see that, and I just think that's great, Jacob. I'll tell you this, too, guys. They let anybody in the game free tonight that is a breast cancer uh, survivor. And I will tell you this about his mother-in-law. She uh, is taking a trip, I do believe, with uh, Tammy at 3 o'clock tomorrow morning going to West Virginia for a wedding. Oh, wow. uh, Tammy will be here tonight and then a long ride tomorrow. Yeah, that will be a long ride, David, especially when you got to get up at 3 (laughs) a.m. And I'll tell you what, Miss Tammy is probably the biggest fan out here in the bleachers. You know, you, you always see her standing up cheering. Uh, and she's also, a, you know, a bleacher referee, too, so it's fun to watch her. And I have a lot of respect for Miss Tammy. I'm definitely a fan of her. Yeah, you and I both, Jacob, is, is Carson Church. Uh, lines up the ball, and they're ready to get this thing underway. Both teams are. The officials are uh, still at the 50-yard line discussing a few things. It looks like they might have had a little bit of issue with their headsets there. And uh, trying to see who all we have deep. I know Zeke Deloach is in the middle. That looks like Cam Hammonds and... Um, trying to see who this is to the near side. I can't quite see the rest of the number. Yeah, it looks like one of our young guys. That might be Landon Payton, Jacob. Yeah, while we have a quarterback returning kickoffs is uh, beats me, but, you know. You're not the head coach, Jacob. You don't get to make those decisions. Well, the roster's kind of thin, so you have to do what you have to do, I guess. That's right. I like when Johnny Manziel used to stand back there and return them for the Texas A&M Aggies. They used him for everything, even extra points, but didn't really work out too well for him. But it's like they're, yep, they're waiting on the clock on the scoreboard. And then, okay, we got the whistle, and we're all set. And let's see if uh, they watched some film last week and seen how the Rebels of Horseshoe, or the Generals, excuse me, we're able to catch the Wolves napping with a few onsiders, so we'll see if Church kicks this thing deeper. He squibs one to the right side of the field. It seems like the last three kickers we've had have all been squib kickers. That it has, Jake. I'll tell you who's not, and that's uh, Nick Abar. And the kick's underway. It is a short kick, but it'll be fielded at about the 30-yard line. And that was Reed Wallace on the return, and he got nowhere. Well, let's see what this Fayetteville offense can do. We have the ball first, so let's control the tempo. You know, we're notorious for having the ball for a very long time. We haven't seen that this year, but, you know, now we have nothing to lose. Maybe it's time to start trying things. Uh, that it is, Jake. It's tough, though, when you lose a, a three-year starting quarterback uh, like Pacey DeLoach uh, trying to find the next guy to fill his shoes, and that's a that's a tall task uh, for these young guys out on the field is, they come out in the shotgun with two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Takes the snap as Peyton. It's a hand up straight up the gut and powering his way forward about to the line of scrimmage, I believe, is Hunter Hammonds, and that'll be no game, second and ten. Well, they'll give him a yard, second and nine. Yeah, and that Thorsby Rebel uh, 
defense is trying to establish their dominance on their side of the football, and right there it proved to be the dominant side and gave up a minimum game. Yeah, that they did. So the Wolves facing a second and nine here. Peyton checks with Coach Limbaugh and uh, sees what they're going to run here. And he's got Cam Hammonds in the backfield with him, with receiver to the far two to the near side. Takes a snap. He's going to run around to the left side. And he's going to keep it himself. He dances around, powers forward, and picks up about four yards. So that'll set him up with third and manageable. And at least it's not third and behind the chains like we've seen a lot this year. So a few positives I've seen out of this uh, team so far. We're getting positive yards, and so far no penalties. That's right, Jacob. And the blocking's been fairly well, even though the defensive line far outweighs the offensive line. But if you can convert this, Jacob, you really like the momentum you've established with your first drive. Get a couple first downs. Even if you have to punt, just show that you can move the ball. And even when we punt, we know that Ashton Donahue can flip the field at times. That he can. So two receivers to the near side, Reed Wallace to the far. Peyton in the shotgun. Oh, and it was a hard count. The defense jumped. So this might be an automatic first down. And uh, I couldn't tell you why I didn't think of that. We know Coach Limbaugh loves the hard count, and that right there just proves why. That That is exactly right, Jacob. And the white hat got it right. Offsides on the defense. That'll be five free yards. And a southern smile the Silicaga first down. Yeah, I had to go to the credit clinic today, and uh, I passed by Southern Smiles, and I was thinking to myself, maybe we'll say their name a lot tonight, and that yeah, was our first time. That it was. So, same set. Cam Hammonds in the backfield along with Peyton. Checks to the sideline with Limbaugh. Takes a snap. It's a toss to the left side to Cam Hammonds. He spins out of a wimpy tackler. Stays on his feet and turned what would have been no gain in about three yards to the left side of the field. Yeah, nice little spin move by Hammonds there to get a couple of extra yards. Uh, you can't arm tackle the the Rebel defender. Didn't, didn't wrap up. He did that arm tackling that's become a popular thing. Yeah, that it has, Jake. And that was something the Wolves had problems with last year. But so far through this first series of uh, three or four plays, uh, this Thorsby defense looking a little lethargic out there. Yeah, and maybe – Coach Reed has found some holes that he likes, and we can utilize that. Absolutely. So Peyton in the shotgun. He drops back. It's a screen pass to Zeke DeLoach, and ooh, off of his hands almost intercepted there by the Thorsby defender. The pass was a little bit too high, but should have been caught. And excuse me for butchering this name because I have a feeling I'm about to, but that was John Navin Brandenburg that uh, deflected that ball, and it was almost picked off by number 10, Grayson McManus. I think uh, you pronounced that Jonathan Brandenburg. I told you I was going to butcher it. Yeah. We'll leave the names to me, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) So Zeke DeLoach and Cole Hardy to the near side of the field. They got Reed Wallace split out to the far side. Peyton takes a snap, and he's going to run to the left side of the field. Nothing there is lead blocker. Got out ahead of him a little too far, so they'll lose about two yards, and that'll bring up bring up fourth down. And, uh, that'll bring up Ashton Donahue to see if he can boot this ball deep, and that's going to be Remington Taylor back to receive the punt. Yeah, Jacob, he's also the quarterback, and uh, he's standing at about his own 28-yard line, so maybe he can flip this thing and and give the Rebels tough field position. Snaps good. He steps into this one, almost blocked, but he gets a booming punt that's fielded at the 34-yard line by Taylor. He's to the 40, to the 45, to the 50. He's got some blockers, 45, 40, 35, 30, to the 20, to the 10. He's in the end zone touchdown. 
And I don't see any yellow handkerchiefs, so that's six points for the Rebels. Yeah, he saw a hole to his left side, and I saw the hole, and I had a feeling that he was going to come our way, and he didn't. He was down the sidelines for a big punt return for a touchdown. That's right, Jacob. I don't know if that was just good blocking by the Rebels or poor coverage by the Wolves, but either way, it's six points about three and a half minutes into the first quarter, and I will await this point after attempt. And that was one thing that Coach Limbaugh also said before the game. You can't get down big early. Yes, we just gave up a special teams touchdown. And, uh, maybe we can get something going on offense. And yep. I saw some bright spots that last series, so maybe that's good looking forward. That's right. So they come out in some kind of weird split back set. It takes a snap up the middle is the running back. He gets in for two points, and it looks like that was Grayson McManus on the run. So after that score, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Atkins Homes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field. Just back after a score by the visiting Thorsby Rebels, and that put them up eight to nothing, three and a half minutes into the game, and uh, that was a great punt return there by Remington Taylor, who also plays quarterback position, but... Unfortunately, we didn't get to see him come out yet because a uh, special team scored the first points. Yeah, and uh, that was one thing that we didn't need to give up. Yeah, that it was, Jacob. So, Carter kicking this thing to the 30. And that's fielded by Zeke Delosi to the 35. Oh, shakes a couple tacklers to the 45. And he'll be taken down at about the 47-yard line. And, excuse me, that was Carson Church. So I was dancing all around it with the C's, but that was Church on the kick. Yeah, great job by Zeke DeLoach not to go down after first contact for a big a big gain on that kickoff return. And maybe if he would have shed a few more tacklers, we'd be looking at six. Yeah, that we would, Jacob. So we'll start out pretty good field position at their own 48. So um, you get a couple yards, you're already in enemy territory. So we'll see what... Limbaugh and this offense have dialed up here. In the shotgun again. Reed Wallace to the far side of the field and Cole Harding is eating loads to the near side. Takes the snaps, Peyton, and it's going to be an option. He's going to keep it himself and he'll pick up about a yard to the far side of the field and just nowhere really to go there, Jacob. Yeah, and that's one thing we need to do is hold on to the football and get these small yards to start off a drive, and maybe that'll open up the big play later on. Absolutely. you got to keep on with the ground game because eventually the defense will cheat up, and that's when you hit them over the top. And and we know Peyton has the arm to do so. And you'll have Zeke DeLoach back there waiting on one, and you also have Reed Wallace, who have been a big part of this Wolves offense. Yeah, that it will, Jacob. And, you know, one thing I like what the Wolves are doing tonight, they're, they're hanging on to the ball and not getting in a hurry to run plays. So we got four receivers out there, two split out to each end. Peyton drops back. It's going to be a pass play. He fires one over the middle. And it was almost intercepted. That was number 59, who I do not have a number for. Yeah, and I was looking at the same thing. 
lot of these schools like this, you know, they have one number for a home jersey and one number for an away jersey. So sometimes our rosters are a little off. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. And that was a dangerous pass, and it was almost intercepted. And I think the linebacker there for the Rebels, uh, being quick on the jump and tipping it, saved us from a pick six. So third and nine from the 49. Peyton in the shotgun. He steps back. It's going to be a pass. He throws one over to Cadence Barrett a little high, and that'll be incomplete. That'll bring on Ashton Donahue to punt, and hopefully we get a different result from the last time we had to. Yeah, I would I would try to punt it away from Remington Taylor this time. He saw a big hole the last time, and, man, did he use it to his advantage. So I'd try to punt it, you know, to his left or to his right, because he's in the dead middle of the field. I try to That's punt right. it out of bounds somewhere. Yeah, so about five minutes into the game, Thorsby, eight nothing lead, about to get the ball back and see if Donahue can get a good punt off. Standing at his 35, and he gets a kick. I don't know how it wasn't blocked from this angle. It lands at about the 32, takes a feeble roll all the way down to the 21, where it'll be down by Brenton Kentrell, and uh, we'll keep it here. And uh, Jacob Wolves, if you're the Wolves, you've got to get a stop right here and, and avoid falling into a two-score deficit. Yeah, uh, you know we're not going to have a three and out. That's just the way our defense is, but we can tire this offense. And, I've, you know, yes, we haven't given up a big play since Vincent. Last week we didn't give up the big play defensively because it was all special teams and I think our defense did a whole lot better last week, and maybe we've improved on that this week. That's right, Jacob. So, Thorsby's going to come out on the offense, and they got a huge offensive line as Taylor gets his guys set. He's got three receivers to the far side, one to the near, and a running back back there with him. He takes the snap, drops back. He's got all day. He's sitting there, fires one deep across the middle, and that was intended for Braxton Price. Had he caught it, it might have been six, and it looked like a little pass interference. Got away with a jersey hold there, so that'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, and great job by Zeke DeLoach right there, matching him step for step to be able to stick his arm out and put that uh, ball on the ground. Yeah, that he did. So a good coverage there. Saved the big play like you were talking about, Jacob, and this will bring up second down. So see what Taylor and this offense can do on their second play, second and ten. Same set. Taylor calls for the snap, and it's going to be a delayed off, handoff up the middle to McManus. No, he faked it, and he had everybody faked out. And that was a low pass intended for Sean Davenport. Uh, a little screen pass. He would have picked up a big gain right there. There was not many Wolves defenders, but it a uh, little low, and so that will bring up third and long. And I will say this, though, that was a great job by our defensive line to get in the backfield. If that was a handoff, you know, that would have been a loss for them. So great job by them, but great job by our uh, defensive backs to, you know, kind of throw the receiver off and make him drop that. That it was, Jacob. So third and ten for the Rebels. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near, tight end and running back in the backfield. Taylor takes a snap, and he is going to keep it himself up the middle, and he is juking around some defenders, and he is hit hard by Cadence Barrett around the first down marker, and he'll be about two yards shy, and so that'll bring up fourth down. This looks like it's going to be go-for-it territory. Hmm. I don't know. I would punt the ball if it were me, but if he thinks that 
The big men up front can outpower the Wolves men up front, and I'd say do it. Yeah, I just saw Taylor look to the sideline and tell his coach they wanted to go for it, and that's what they're going to do. Yep, so the Wolves stacking the box. you got a heavy set. Takes the snaps, direct handoff to McManus, and he's powering forward, and he might have been stopped. No, he got past it by a few feet, so that'll be a first down. So, unfortunately, the Wolves couldn't get the stop there, Jacob. Yeah, that offensive line gave him just enough of a push to get the yards he needed, and we're looking at a first down for the Rebels. Yep, so first and 10 from the 35 for the Rebels. and first down for the Rebels. Excuse me, the 34. And man, that would have been great if you could have get, got that stop deep in their own territory. But that'll bring up first down. Taylor in the shotgun with McManus in the backfield with him. He takes the snap, and this time it will be a handoff up the middle to McManus, who makes a couple cuts. He's got 10 yards, drags a defender with him, and ends up picking up about 17 yards, 18 yards on the carry into federal territory. Yeah, McManus is going to – it's starting to look like that power back. You know, last week, Horseshoe Ben had that number 14, the freshman number 14, and he imposed his will on our defense, our young defense. And it looks like McManus is fixing to do the same thing. Yeah, that it does, Jacob. And I hope the Wolves defense can get a hold of it. It's a little over halfway through the first quarter, and the Wolves down ain't nothing, and the Rebels are driving. So Taylor in the shotgun, he drops back, and he's got a fevel defender all over him, grabs him, but can't get the tackle. Then Ashton Donahue comes back in there in the backfield, sacks him for a loss of about 14 yards. Yeah, great play right there. The, Donahue wasn't the first man there, but the first man there stopped him or slowed him down just enough for Donahue to get there and force the sack. That he did, Jacob. And I don't have a number uh, or a name for number 33, but he was back in there just to slow Taylor down just enough um, to get that sack and a huge loss. And so second and 23 now for the Rebels. And we'll see what they dial up on offense. Great play here by the Wolves' defense early. So Taylor in the backfield in the shotgun takes the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff, and it's going to be the screen pass out to Davenport. This time it's caught, but he probably regretted hanging on to it, as that's a loss of about five more yards, bringing up third and forever. And that was none other than Cadence Barrett on the tackle. Great play by Cadence Barrett. Jacob, I think what you do here is you just say, the heck with it, and you just air one deep and yeah. see if somebody can make a catch. Because you, you don't have many plays in your playbook to pick up 31 yards on third down. Yeah, this is the best I've seen this faithful defense look in quite some time. Yeah, they're, swar- they're swarming all over the place out there, Jacob. So we'll see what uh, head coach Daryl Davis has in the playbook for a situation like this. Two receivers split out to each side. Taylor drops back to pass. Scrambling around, nowhere to go. He's going to take off and run with it, and he's got about five yards, six yards, seven yards, and he's pushed out of bounds by Cadence Barrett, nowhere near the first down mark. And we'll see the punt team, I would imagine. Yeah, and I don't don't think they're going to go for it this time. I think the Wolves made them pay for that last decision, and, man, did they make them pay in a big way. That they did. So you're looking at about fourth and forever. Um, and we'll see this punt team out there. Hey, I got a trivia question. Y'all was talking about Zeke Deloach a while ago, number two. When is the last time number two was not a Deloach on the Fayetteville football team? Oh, that's a good question. I can tell you, 2018, it was my son, Deuce McCurley. Wow. Well, all righty then, David. Good trivia there, and that was a bad punt by McManus, and it didn't even get anywhere near the first down marker, so the Wolves will – 
get the ball here at about the 40-yard line, and we'll see what they can do with it. They haven't been really able to get anything going on offense. This is their third possession. Well, you would hope that that defense, that defensive stand by the Fayetteville Wolves just gave our offense the momentum they needed. Yeah, gave them that shot in the arm that you always talk about, Jacob, to, to get them going. is about three minutes left to go in the first quarter. The Rebels are still hanging on that 8 nothing lead that, thanks to the quarterback, also punt returner, that got six points on the first punt. So Peyton, he's going to take the snap out of shotgun, hand off to Cam Hammonds up the middle, and he bursts forth through the line right there for a pickup of about five seconds now. Yeah, Hammonds kind of shot out of a cannon right there, but unfortunately it was a five-yard gain, and the Thorsby defense was there waiting on him, but I'll take a five-yard gain. I will too, Jacob. I think this is the best we've seen this line play so far this season. I mean, I have not seen holes open up like we've seen tonight so far as Peyton trots back onto the field. See what they draw up here on second and about six. We might see some of those John Limbaugh trick plays tonight. We might do it. Keep an eye on Deloach. The far side, excuse me, Wallace, far side of the field. See if they go to him. It's a pass, and it is caught by Zeke Deloach at the line of scrimmage. What a catch, and he is carrying a defender as he picks up about 15 yards. Jake, but I don't know how he brought that ball in on the screen pass. Yeah, that was a great, great reception by Zeke Deloach there, and I felt bad for Aiden Turner because he just took a ride for about 10 yards. That he did. When they watch film, he'll get in trouble, but that brings up a southern smile to Silicaga first down all the way to the Thorsby 38-yard line. We're seeing a lot of bright spots tonight that, out of this Fayetteville team. That we are, Jacob. So same formation as last time. Peyton takes the snap, and he's going to run to the left side, and the Thorsby defense sniffed that out. I do see a yellow handkerchief on the field, so we'll see what that's about. Could be holding. It came from the back, Judge. That's usually the area of a hold. So we'll await this call. That'd be not good there for the Wolves. That'll stop any momentum that they picked up so far. A little chop block. Yep, chop block on the offense. So that'll back them up. I believe that's 10 yards from the line of scrimmage, Jacob. I think it is. Yep, and that official, he's running back there. So, yeah, that a 15-yard penalty. Wow, okay. I've never understood why that one's a 15-yarder. And it looks like they moved them back a little more than 15 there, but uh, I guess we'll see. Maybe it was 15 yards in from the spot of the foul, and the spot of the foul was behind the line of scrimmage is all I can assume. But first and about 40. <laughs> Peyton takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Cam Hammonds up the middle, and he lost the football after the play, but they'll call him down as he loses two yards. They're on the carry, so that'll bring up second down. And, Jacob, this, this is so far of a distance. I'm trying to count up. You got 10, 20, about 31 yards for a first down. Wow. Yeah, no, you need you need to take start taking shots downfield, but just don't force anything. We know that's a downfall of Peyton, but, you know, when he finds a receiver in open space, he can get it there. Yeah, that he can. So we'll come out, Reed Wallace to the near side, Deloach and Hardy to the far side of the field. Peyton in the backfield takes the snap. It's going to be a screen to Zeke Deloach. They had success on. He's out of the backfield, makes a couple men miss, ends up picking up 
about 10 yards, so that'll make his third down a little bit better. Um, back on to the Rebel side of the 50. Yeah, and this, uh, we're glad to have Zeke back. You know, he was down for a couple of weeks, and he's the playmaker that we need in order to be successful. Yep, this federal football game of the week is driven by Toyota Silicaga. So, Jacob, let's see if this offense can put it in gear and drive here as they're facing a third and 20. Peyton takes a snap. Drops back. Now he's going to have to keep it himself. He's got five yards, and he's hit from behind, taken down. Picks up about seven or eight. So that makes it fourth and 12. And based on where you're at on the field, I'd say leave the offense out there. I would, too. I was going to say this is go-for-it territory. And a State Farm, Albie Steers update is Silicaga and Beauregard tied at zero at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, but we're about to end the first quarter here at Farm Links Field. Rebels holding on to eight-nothing lead. That will be the last play of the first quarter. Listed to the Fell Football Game of the Week on the Fettel Sports Network on Kicks 100.3. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sylacauga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3 WIEA. And uh, Atkinson Homes, they got a great selection of mobile homes and tiny homes. Go check them out over there on uh, Highway 280 in Childersburg. Just, you know, less than a mile after you cross over the river bridge. But, Jacob, as we cross into this second quarter, Wolves down eight, and they're facing a fourth and long here, and I think the best bet is to leave your offense on the field. Yeah, and we're, we're having success. You know, there's very little success, but we are having some Excuse me, some success. Uh, we're looking better than we did last week. We're only down eight to nothing at the end of the first quarter last year. Last week, I think it was, what, 21-24 or something like that. Yeah, it was uh, already out of hand, so – See what Limbaugh has dialed up. He's got two receivers split out to each end. Peyton drops back, looking to pass. Fires one over the middle. Caught by Zeke DeLoach right at the first down marker. I think he may be a little short. No. They'll they'll down it right at the marker, and we might have to bring the chains out for this one, Jacob. And that's something we haven't seen a lot of this year is the referees bringing the chains out. But you have one standing right at the post. You have the the referee to our side uh, pointed the other way. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a decision. Unfortunately, they're a yard short, a little less than a yard, actually. So 
man, big game there. Just wasn't enough. So I'll bring out Taylor in this offense, see if they can get something moving. And if you'll remember, Jacob, they had fourth and Silicaga to go and had to punt on the last drive. Yeah, and we saw some bright spots out of this uh, Fayetteville defense actually getting behind the line of scrimmage, forcing bad throws. Uh, got a couple of sacks along the way to Silicaga earlier, and maybe we'll see some more of that. Yeah, Jacob, and we have a, a State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update, don't we? It's a still 0-0 zero to zero in the second quarter. So it looks like Limbaugh wanted a a measurement, but they didn't give it to him and moved it for Thorsby. So I'm not sure what's going on out there. I mean, even if he is short, I mean, bringing out the chains ain't going to hurt anything. That looks like that's what they'll do. And, you know, as hard as Zeke ran for that play, why not give a measurement? Absolutely, Jake. It looks like he is going to be short, but not by much. Yeah, he's about two football lengths short, so. Never hurts to double check. And so it will still stand first and 10 for the Rebels from about the 25, 24-yard line. But but still not an offensive series for the Wolves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you picked up a few first downs and you kept the ball away. So starting out this second quarter, Wolves down eight. Rebels have the ball. Two receivers to each end. Taylor joined by McManus in the backfield, and that's who he'll give it to up the middle. And, wow, what a tackle there is for the Wolves. One of the linemen bursting through there, taking him down, and that was our number 33, who we don't have a number for. But he just no gain there. That is Atticus Jacks wearing number 33, so we'd like to thank Mr. Evan Blair for giving us that bit of information. And I'll tell you what, this defense is – Making some strides tonight. Yeah, that they are, Jacob. And Atticus Jacks, that's a, the third time we've called his number, and we didn't know his name until now. But uh, good play on the defense. Three receivers to the far side, one to the near. Taylor's going to keep it around to the far side of the field himself. He makes a couple men miss, still on his feet. He'll pick up about 12 yards before he gets out of bounds, and that'll bring up first down for the Rebels. Yeah, Taylor couldn't get anything going in the air, so he decided to try try something out on the ground, and that's a first down for the Rebels. Yep, so they haven't seen one of those in a little bit after that fourth and long where they had to punt earlier. And I see now, uh, after seeing that punt, why they kept their offense on the field for that fourth and short earlier. Why is that? Did you not see how far that punt went earlier? It didn't go very far. It didn't oh, even yeah, get a first little, down. One of the little hurricane sidewinding punts. Yeah, so they come out in a heavy set, so you'd be assuming this is probably going to be a run. Taylor takes a snap handoff to McManus, and he comes towards us, towards the near side of the field, makes a couple men miss. There's a flag on the field as he picks up about three yards thrown to the ground by Cadence Baird and Cam Hammonds and company. Yeah, there was a few penalties there, so this is it's going to be on the Rebels. It's going to be a hole. That's what it looks like it's going to be. Look, might one of the Wolves defenders might have just touched a face mask, but that flag was thrown a tad bit before that happened, so you'd have to think this is going to be holding. And indeed, that is what it is. So that'll back them up 10 yards, and instead of first and 10, they'll be facing first and 20. This is our opportunity to... Let that defense do what it was doing, you know, the last drive, and, you know, they're behind the chains. Let's keep them back there. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. So first and 20 for the Wolves. It's like a little confusion in the backfield there where everybody's supposed to go. 
Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Tight end and running back in the backfield. Sends a man in motion. Taylor takes the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. And there is a Wolves defender all in the backfield. He's going to have to take off and scramble. And he will scamper for about nine yards. There was an obvious block in the back in the backfield that was not called. Um, from up here, we could see that. I think you, I, I think the microphone even picked it up. There was a few fans calling blocking the back. Too. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't called. And Hunter Robertson was running Taylor around, trying running for his life back there, and he was then blocked in the back and no call. So ball stand, play stand, and second and 11 here for the Rebels. Taylor takes a snap, handoff to McManus up the middle. And good block in there, but it didn't open up enough for a few Wolves defenders getting back, throwing it back, and that'll be no gain, and that'll bring up third and 11. So even though you give up a few yards on second down, or excuse me, on first down, on second down, you stand strong. I think this is the hardest hitting I have seen this Wolves defense do all season. It has, Jacob. I don't know who or what was said in that locker room after the loss last week or before the game this week, but it lit a fire under these guys um, out here. Somebody needs to call the fire department, Jacob. They're sitting right over to our right over there. That they are. So a little little over two minutes into this second quarter, Rebels hold on to eight nothing lead, facing a third and nine. Takes the snaps. Taylor's going to be a handoff to the right side to McManus, who breaks the corner and is hit hard by a Wolves defender. I don't know if he got it. It looks like he may be about a half a yard short. They'll stay on the field for this fourth down, but it looks like it will be a tad bit short. Yeah, fourth and short and the way they punted the last time, why not go for it? Yep. So, yeah, that'll be fourth and about inches. And, Jacob, they might want to bring out the chains on this one. That's mighty close. It looks like the, the White Hat's making a decision, and here we go. We're going to have the chains come out right, for the so second time tonight. going to bring the chains out here. I think, like we said earlier, it never hurts to, to 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 bring it out. I have official timeout to bring the chains out, and at Milo's pregame meal today. <laughs> you know, I wonder why they brought the ball to the near sideline and it's not out in the middle of the field like it normally is. I'm not sure, Jacob. I believe it's because that's where he was brought down. You still think you'd move it to at least the near hash. Matt Canoles, one of the chainsmen today. And he's about a half a foot length, football length short short of the line to gain. So it will be fourth in inches. And like you said, Jacob, I think you leave the offense out on the field. Well, I believe that's what you're going to see because I don't think the coach over there did like that last punt. No, I don't believe he did either, Jacob. I didn't like it, and I'm up here. And uh, the way that um, the way that Taylor's running the ball, you know, he's finding a hole on the on his left side, and that's the hole he's been taking. And he, I think I believe he's going to take that one again. Yeah, yeah, he may do that, Jacob. Fourth and inches. About three minutes into the second quarter. Rebels up 8 nothing. A huge fourth down here for both teams. And you see them come out in that heavy set that they ran here a minute ago in the Wolves with nobody back deep. 
McManus takes the snap up the middle. He's got the first down and much more. He'll pick up about 11 yards after that initial burst up the middle. That was a direct snap to him and um, just opened up a huge hole up the middle there. Yeah, and, uh, Coach Reed had everybody up on that play. And that offensive line still opened up a hole for Taylor, and he got the first down. That he did, and they also crossed the 50 over to about the 44-yard line of the Wolves. And uh, so now there, that offense is cooking. Got a receiver to each end. Takes a snap. Taylor, it's a fake handoff up the middle, and he is thrown down. He keeps going backwards, and that was not a good idea. Peter just went down for order. Progress would have helped him, but uh, they'll mark him down on their own 47-yard line, so that's a loss of about eight. And Taylor was bobbling the football on the way back there, too. I would have taken the fumble. Yeah, I would have too, Jacob. And it looks like Thorsby's finding success in the simple plays, but it looks like they're trying to get cute out there. They've seen our defense on film. Like I said a few minutes ago, this defense has found something tonight, a lot of fire. Yeah, that they have. So they'll come out two receivers to each end. McManus in the backfield with Taylor on this second and 19. Takes a snap, drops back. He's got plenty of time. He's going to throw one over to Davenport, and he's got the first down and more. He's pushed out out of bounds around the 25-yard line of the Wolves, and that was a huge pickup of about 25 yards on the carry. Yeah, they've ran the ball and ran the ball, and right there was a a very rare pass for this Rebel offense, and I think our defense was expecting yet another run, and they went downfield with it. Yeah, that drag route across the middle there for – Davenport, I mean, he was wide open and had a step on just about every defender over there, so it was an easy pickup. So first and 10 from about the 25. Five wide receivers set. Taylor takes the snap. He drops back. He's scampering around. There's some guys in the backfield, and he is, oh, hit almost a horse collar, and he takes a lick. About three yards shy of the line to gain. That's second and set, second and three. That's what that'll bring up. And I don't see a flag on the field, but there very well could have been one call for a horse call. Well, we have a wolf down on the sideline over on our side down here. Oh yeah, looked like he may have took a hit late unexpectedly. And I can't quite see a number, but it looks like Brenton Cantrell just checked in for whoever it was. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is. It's that's slow to get up over there. But the game will continue because the injury is on the sideline. So they'll say he picked up the first down. Ball on the 17-yard line. Another five wide receiver set. Taylor alone in the backfield. Spreading out this defense. Takes the snap. Taylor looking to throw. He scampers out to the far side of the field. Jukes back to his flag on the field. Probably a hold. He's still running around. Wolves defender's back there. He's still running around looking for something. Fires one to the back of the end zone. Intercepted. Intercepted by Reed Wallace. Wow, what a jump. And that flag will be declined. Wow, what a play by the defense. So let's uh, see what the call is, and let's hope it's going to be a hold on Thorsby. The, in, the interception yep. will stand. That will be declined, and the Wolves will take over at the 20-yard line. Hey, Blake. Yeah. That's the shot in the arm. Yeah, that is what we needed. 
and that's what we got right there, Jacob. So about five minutes into the second quarter, and Thorsby's holding on to eight nothing lead, but the Wolves just intercepted one in the end zone, and wow. Well, that, that gives you a lot of momentum here. And now the offense can get the ball moving and tie this thing up. Yeah, that was a great play defensively. I told you, something has gotten into this defense this week in practice. That it has. And I might have been Coach Reed tired of them giving up so many points. So first and 10 from the 20-yard line, and we'll see what Limbaugh and the offense have dialed up. Got two receivers split to the far side, one to the near. Peyton takes snap, toss to Cam Hammonds, and – Thorsby sniffed that one out. That's going to be a loss of about two yards on the play. uh, Second down. This offensive line needs to give Peyton some time to throw. They they know we're going to run it more than we're going to pass it because, you know, Peyton's a young quarterback. and He's probably the best quarterback we have on the roster. So, you know, we need to run and run and run. And like I said, open up something, like maybe even a little drag route across the middle, a little bubble screen or something, try to get this offense going. Yeah, just something to make them respect the pass. Same set. Three receivers are running back in the tight end. Takes a snap. It's going to be a screen pass over to the near side to Zeke Deloach, and he dances around a couple defenders. And he may have picked up three or four yards on that one. That'll bring up third and about seven. I like the play call with the screen. I just said a minute ago, maybe we can, you know, try to get a little screen pass, something to get the passing game going, and we went with the screen to Zeke right there, and now you're looking at about third and five. That's right, and Jacob, maybe Limbaugh can take a page out of the playbook of Coach Davis for the Rebels, how he tried to spread out the Wolves' defense. Maybe you put five receivers out there and put Peyton in the backfield by himself and, and see what that does. See if you can break something open. So, same set. Peyton takes a snap, and then it's going to be a safe handoff up the middle to Cam Hammonds. And that'll be a loss of about three yards and bring up fourth down. And, Jacob, I'm not quite sure why you would run it on third down and five or six like that. Yeah, I'm kind of befumbled by that play call there. I was expecting to pass. Everybody was expecting to pass. And you should have threw a pass right there. Yep. So that'll bring up fourth and ten, and that'll bring on the punt team. Just under five minutes to go until the half. Got a defensive struggle going on here, don't we, Jacob? So it looks like Zeke will be the one punting, and that's a low snap. He picks it up. I don't know how he got it off, and that's a pretty good punt. Um, it'll land at the 48 and be fielded. Oh, and that was a big hit laid by Brent Cantrell and Cam Hammonds, and they call a flag, but I'm not so sure he it, he might have touched that before he hit him. And I don't think he ever called for the fair catch either. No, he didn't. I guess they. They hit on the play. Thornby recovered the ball. Penalty flag on the play. But either way, that was a beautiful hit. Yeah, so that was – that's going to cost the Wolves a few yards there. They hit him – they hit him hard before he caught it. It's a block in the back on the receiving team, actually. So they didn't call that. I was kind of bum-fuzzled by that call right there, Jacob, because he never called for the fair catch. So when they thought he had it, they hit him hard. But it's actually a block in the back on the Rebels. 
Um, so a lot of these fans over here getting bent out of shape about nothing. I think we all were there for a minute when we saw the flag come because the flag came out right as the hit happened. Yeah. Fortunately for us, it was on the Rebels. Yeah, so that'll cost them about 20 yards almost from it because it was spotted the foul. So tailoring this offense will take over from about the 32-yard line. Takes a snap. Taylor drops back to pass. And he's going to screen one over there to McManus, and he just overthrew him. And that'll bring up second and ten. There was an obvious hold to the near side. I don't think there was a referee standing in the area, but I'm, fortunately for us, the ball was overthrown to the far side. That it was. So second and ten for the offense now. And just a quick score update presented by Albie Steer State Farm Insurance with three minutes and 40 seconds to go in the second quarter. It's still knotted at zero in Beauregard. Oh, wow. So, Silicaga in a slugfest over there as well. McManus takes a direct snap up the middle. He's got a little bit of room, but not much, and he'll pick up maybe three yards. So, that'll bring up third and about seven here for the Rebels. You know, I'm I'm liking this Wolves defense tonight. We haven't seen... This kind of fire, or this this kind of play in general from this Wolves defense until tonight. No, we haven't, Jacob. We haven't seen this kind of fire under their entire team this year. And you're only giving up eight points through a quarter and a half. I mean, that's a lot of improvement from what they've been giving up. Heavy set. Taylor takes the snap. He's going to run around to the left side. He'll keep it. We'll sniff that out, and they will take him down for a two-yard loss. And that'll be third and nine. That's going to bring up fourth down, or excuse me, fourth down and and about nine. And so that, that, you would think that'd bring on the punt team. Well, I see Taylor walking to the sideline. Is that to get a play? They're going to try to go for it? They're going to try to punt this thing away? Jacob, they may try to go for it. There's about three and a half minutes left before the half. I guess you're up eight. Your defense has had a decent amount of success. No, they're punting. McManus is going to be punting. So I would, I would send the house right here. Yeah, and Zeke, Zeke Deloach is standing about the 40-yard line. I don't think they respect his punt very much. Good snap, and it's a low-line drive that will land at the 40 and be picked up by the Z- Zeke Deloach at the 36. He's, he's got coming. a few blockers. He, he might he's to the 50. He's he to the 45, to the 40, to the 30. He's got one man to beat. He gets and a block, the block. It's a touchdown, Wolves. And there's a flag. There's a flag on the field. So might want to hold your horses out there if you're a a Wolves fan. This one might be coming back. It might have been too good of a return. Yep. We'll wait the call. So we didn't want to call holding until this play. So. That messed things up a little bit, but it will be a – oh, okay. I was finna say, we've seen a lot of on both sides get away with a few penalties um, here early, so I was kind of confused there by the call because I didn't see one out there, but that was a good call. It was a block in the back by the Rebels. You know what? I saw two fingers go up on the sideline, so I believe we're fixing to go for two here. Yeah, I'd say you try to tie it up so the Wolves get on the scoreboard um, so this now six to eight. Limbaugh's calling a timeout. And John Limbaugh's going to burn a timeout running down the sideline. We'll take one with him. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network on Kicks 100.3. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. 
Greg from Gardendale writes, Dear Milo's, I love your burgers, but I'm a bit of a messy eater. Any advice? Great question, Gregory. Have you tried spicing up your wardrobe with some sauce-colored sweaters? Or maybe something in a deep reddish brown that hints toward a hidden recipe underneath? Failing that, uh, maybe give napkins a shot. Bon appetit. Game Action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Welcome back to the Pebble Football Game of the Week presented by Toyota of Silicaga. We're in Action Homes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field as the Wolves just got on the board. Six points there on a punt return by Zeke Deloach. And so waiting this two-point try we might have a tied ball game here close to the half and speaking of getting on the board Beauregard six to nothing over Silicago with a minute and 40 to go in the first half so Barrett's in the backfield he takes a snap and he will not get to the goal line so that'll be a failed two-point conversion so the score will stand at eight to six but jacob you got to love how these wolves are playing out there tonight this has been our best game so far yeah against a solid opponent thorsby is no pushover i mean literally look how big their guys are yeah and they're coming in with one loss and that loss is to isabella i mean that's an understandable loss but i mean they beat jemison they beat prattville christian they beat woodland and they beat Cusa. Yeah, and they've really their defense has been playing great over the past two weeks, only giving up six combined points um, through the past two games. So pitched a shutout last week, actually. And uh, they beat Coosa forty-eight to nothing last week, and you know we have Coosa next week on the road. Yeah, that we do. That'll be a good one. And you know, as usual, we'll go on for the pre-game at six thirty, followed by live game coverage at seven. And don't forget John Limbaugh with the coaches show presented by Harvey's Own Noble at Harvey's Own Noble. On Thursdays at seven, and in Beauregard, the extra point was good, so the score is seven to nothing with a minute and forty to go. All right, so Beauregard a little bit of a slow start against the Aggies. Aggies going over there playing well, and is this a uh, road game for the Aggies or it, are they at home? It is a road game. All right, so Nick will get ready to kick this thing, and it is a onside kick, and the and ball's on the, the Wolves ground. Football. Wolves football. That was a huge hit. I didn't see who laid the hit there on it, but Malachi Allgood had a chance at, at getting that thing, and he jumped in there to catch it, and he regretted it from the moment he did it. I'll tell you what, Blake, the visor has come to play today. That it has. Those, let's wear these pink uniforms every week. If we win. Yeah, that's true if we win. I mean, we played great so far. But, you know, even on the sideline, this is the most fire I've seen out of these coaches all season, too. Yeah, I, I have not seen the sideline this pumped up all season. Jacob, whether it be a road game, home game, even for the Jamboree, even a homecoming game, he's, this team did not get up and come to play. And Maybe we don't need to have a coaches show next week, play on Thursday again, wear pink uniforms. But Peyton brings this offense out onto the field. Somebody's told him we were on kicks this week. Yeah, that, <laughs> that they did, Jacob. So Peyton takes the snaps, a handoff to the right side to Cam Hammonds. Cam Hammonds it will be hit hard at the line of scrimmage, and he tries to power through, but no game second and ten. With two, minute, two and a half minutes to go, I would start trying to take a shot. I would, too. Air that thing out long, but, you know, you might want to run down the clock a little bit. That way you – 
don't give the Rebels an opportunity to score because, remember, they deferred the kickoff to the second half. So if you're Limbaugh, you may just want to try to run this clock out until the half. Um, but the Rebels do have three timeouts left, and you can't take them with you. And either way you look at it, this is an important drive for the Wolves, seeing if two two minutes to go and the, the Rebels do get the ball back. That it is, Jacob. So two receivers to the far side, one to the near, tied in a backfield. And running back in the backfield, Peyton airs one deep out to Zeke DeLoach. And it looks like he was held up a little bit by Church. Um, not a penalty, but it looked like he couldn't get around him there. So that'll bring up third and nine. And that incompletion, fortunately for the Rebels, stops the clock. And I do like the play call. And unfortunately, the defense did have a little help there. And uh, Maybe we'll go back to that play again. So I would keep that play pretty close in the playbook. I would, too. If he would have kept him straight on the street, he might have hit him in stride for a touchdown, but unfortunately couldn't connect there. So third and 10 from the 49-yard line of the Rebels. Peyton in the backfield. Cam Hammond's with him. Two receivers to each end. Takes a snap. Peyton's running around in the backfield. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, and he'll be taken down for a loss of about Two yards. That'll bring up fourth down, and I'd imagine Coach Davis will burn a timeout right here. I'm looking across the far sideline, and I believe he's going to keep that timeout in his pocket. I guess he is. So I guess the Wolves are going to let this thing run down to around the 62nd mark. Uh, And that'll leave Thorsby with all their timeouts, but not very much time to try to do anything. Yeah, the place the play clock has a one second advantage over the game clock. Yep, that it does. So Zeke Deloach, it looks like they might have to burn a timeout, and they do. So we'll take one with them. This to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network on Kicks 100.3. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner. So let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Masters. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. Welcome back. Farm Links Field up in Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. About 58 seconds left before the half. Wolves trailing 8-6, to six, and they'll have to punt this thing back to the Thorsby Rebels. And they've got Carter and Taylor back deep to receive this thing as Zeke Loach will be the one out there punting. So this time a clean snap. Steps into it. He's got a decent punt. That'll be fielded by Taylor at the 25. He jukes around, jumps around a couple defenders, and he will not be able to get out of that. He'll pick up maybe six yards from where he caught the ball out to the 31, and that'll be it. So first and 10 from the 31-yard line for the Rebels. Three timeouts in 45 seconds. Yeah, and uh, the coach on the other side over there, Coach uh, 
Davis. So Coach Davis kept those timeouts in his pocket. He could have called one on that fourth down play, but he has three timeouts working for him on this, what probably will be the last offensive drive of the half. At it will, barn another interception by Reed Wallace. So he's got two receivers to the far side, three to the nearest, the empty set. Taylor steps back. He's going to drop back. He's going to pass this one deep down the field, and it's caught by, looks like McManus, even with the Fevel defender draped all over him. So they'll probably decline this pass interference penalty. Rebels pass is complete. Yeah, there was, like you said, a a Wolves defender draped all over him. The referee thought the same thing, and we're looking at a pass interference call here. Yeah, that one's pretty obvious. I think anybody could have called that one, and the official did. So that'll bring up. Uh, let's see. They, yeah, they did decline. And I'm not. I, I, I forget if high school is the same as college or, or pro rules. I think it's college is from the line of scrimmage. So that'll bring up first and ten from the 38-yard line. Big gain there as the clock continues to run down to 30 seconds. Taylor takes a snap. He drops back to pass again. He's having to run a run away from a couple tackers. He's got 10 yards, 15 yards, leaps out of bounds, stopping the clock, keeping the timeouts with 20 seconds left. And I believe now is where we're going to start seeing this Rebels offense start taking shots at the end zone to try to try to go up by two scores, two scores at the half to get the ball back to start the second half. Yeah, you, I think you hit the nail on the head right there, Jacob, with that one. I mean, 20 seconds left. You got three timeouts, and they haven't even used one. I would have called a timeout before the punt, but. First and 10, nonetheless, from about the 20-yard line. Takes a snap. Taylor drops back to pass. He rolls to the near side, still running around, being chased. Fires one to the end zone. There's a flag. It's caught for a touchdown, and it'll be coming back. I think that was a hold or a block in the back, one of the two. So we'll await the call from the white hat out there, see what he says about it. And he will say it is a hold on the Rebels. So that'll bring them back 10 yards and runs out about 10 seconds off the clock. So 13 seconds. You only got time for about two plays, Jacob. Yeah, two plays. And still they they have those three timeouts. But like you said, they took a lot of time with that play that really amounted to nothing. It would have been six, but a, a hold negated that touchdown. And, That'll bring them way back. Yeah, Wolves catch a break right there on that one. So first and 20 from the 32, and it looks like the Wolves may go into halftime only down two points. Empty set again. Taylor sends Carson in motion. Drops back. Taylor, there's a hold again on the field. He drops back, fires one deep to the end zone. It'll be caught by the receiver, Aiden Turner, but it'll be coming back on a hold. That's a two touchdown passes in a row that will be negated by a hold. Yeah, that it will be, and Davis will probably be extremely upset with his boys when they go into the locker room here at halftime. Are we going to see an untimed down here, or are we going to call it a half? Well, if you accept it, there'll have to be an untimed down. So that'll bring up first down and 30. And so they'll have one more try at this on an untimed down. And you hear the crowd getting into it, the team on the sidelines getting into it. And, Jacob, if they throw a third touchdown pass in a row here, you need to give them 12 points because 
Even though they got called back, I mean, dang. Yeah, I was fixing to say, let's hope the third time is not the charm for the Rebels. Well, let's hope the third time is the charm for the Wolves' defense. Yes. And uh, we know we we can pick it off, so let's, let's hope for a turnover right here to end the half. Yeah, let, let's hope that, or maybe even let's fumble it and pick it up for six points here. I would take that, too. Yeah. Any outcome that doesn't result in a touchdown for the Rebels, I'll take it. So... So I don't know what they're talking about there on the field because if the penalty would have been declined, it would have been a touchdown. If it's accepted, they have to have one more snap. So they will give the one more snap. And Limbaugh's going to burn a timeout here, and I think that's wise. You've given up two touchdowns in a row, and we'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Sports Network on Kicks 100.3. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Welcome back to the Atkins Homes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field. Blake Bagley joined by Jacob Bassett. We are literally at halftime. The clock has hit zeros, but due to a holding call, we're getting one more untimed down as the Rebels are up 8-6. to six. And they've scored on their last two plays, but they were negated, Jacob. And like we talked about before the break, let's hope the third time is a charm for the Wolves right here. Yeah, I hope that's the case. And if I was Limbaugh, I'd have eight guys standing at the 20-yard line. And they're definitely in prevent here. Empty set. Taylor drops back to pass. Wolves only send one guy. He's running around, and he'll end up taking off with it. Good coverage by the Wolves, and he'll step out of bounds. He picked up 15, but it don't matter. We'll be at halftime. Wolves down by two by a score of eight to six. We'll be back with the halftime show shortly. It's the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing their radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and hard work to build a strong national defense and to protect our deeply held values like the right to life and our second amendment mike rogers continues to fight for our america first agenda mike rogers is our trusted alabama conservative mike rogers is our way of fighting back on november 8th please vote for mike rogers for congress this is mike rogers and i approve this message paid for by mike rogers for congress p.o box 1113 aniston alabama 36202 
Amya is a leading global producer of calcium carbonate and a worldwide distributor of specialty chemicals. They service the consumer goods industry, paper and board industry, the polymer industry, and the construction industry. Amya is a leader in research, development, and innovation to support economic growth and protecting ecological balance, all while fueling social progress. This is the key to today's objectives and future success. Amya says good luck to all area athletes. Tony Sarah Ford's summer vacation bill payoff is underway. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Tony Sarah Ford in Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days, interest rates as low as 1.99%. Tony Sarah Ford on Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with dealer-preferred network or lender with credit approval. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga. And I'm Dr. Casey Price. Together we treat patients who experience deep fear when it comes to the dental drill. But another source of big anxiety for people can be the dental bill. That's why at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, we've made it our mission to offer affordable, convenient dental care in a comfortable, welcoming environment. We offer affordable financing, and because we know you're busy, we will try to make your dental appointment as convenient as possible. It doesn't get any more convenient than that. It will never embarrass you, belittle you, or make you feel self-conscious about your teeth. Even if you haven't seen a dentist in years, that's all right with us. Sedation Dentistry, affordable, convenient, and compassionate. Give us a call today at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, the office of Dr. Rick Redman and Dr. Casey Price at 256-245-3645 or visit southernsmilesofsilicauga.com and leave your fear behind. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Albia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time with the same great coverage State Farm built their reputation on. And Albia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Halftime Report. Jacob, I am just appalled, impressed, and surprised by that first half performance by these hometown Wolves. That is the best half of football I have seen out of this Fayetteville Wolves football team all season. Jacob, we have not seen them play this good since about week seven last season. So almost a whole year has gone by since we've seen that kind of fire and that kind of energy by these Wolves. But you know what? Tonight we cannot have that tale of two-half situation like we did at Verbena earlier in the season because that was the last time we went in the locker room with the lead. We need to come out here. We need to keep the same intensity, the same fire that we have coming into the locker room at halftime. We need to bring that back out and then some for the second half. That we do, Jacob. I mean, you remember the first week of the season against Verbena had 18-8 to lead, had 18-8. to 
14 lead, I, I believe it was, at halftime. They come out and end up losing the game 50 to 18 against Ranburn. They're down, was it four points? I wasn't yeah. here for that. They're down four points, come out, end up losing 47 to 12. We know what happened at Vincent. Um, Isabella played well in the second half. Horseshoe Ben played well in the second half. So the team's been following a trend here the past few weeks of playing better in the second half, but they put together a great first-half performance this week. Well, you know, the later in the season you go with this young team that we have, the later we go, the more experienced we gain. That's right, Jacob. We've been talking about it all season, that these guys are kind of playing B-team ball. I mean, that's not a shot at the wall. It's just they're really young. You have a few seniors on the team, and other than that, it's mostly freshmen and sophomores. And, you know, we talked about it with Coach Limbaugh. I believe it was during the show last week when we played Isabella. When they put their B team in in the second half, we actually matched up pretty good with them. Yeah, that we did, Jacob, and that was a fun trip down to Isabella. You know, I went to Taco Bell after that and got all that food I talked about I was going to get. Yeah, we we did too. Oh, you No, did? we went to Whataburger. Oh, you went to Whataburger. Oh, man, yeah, that sounds good. You know what's better than Whataburger, though? What's that? That's Milo's. I know. I love Milo's. Yeah, Milo's is good stuff, man. I, I like that we got the new one there in Silicon. We got some new buildings coming up, so I don't know what that's going to be over there, but I do know what we need from the Wolves in this second half, and that's more of what we've seen in the first half. Yeah, and uh, as the drum major from the Thorsby Bands plays more cowbell, you know, the old Saturday Night Live skit, we need to bring more intensity in this second half. I'm telling you, we were on fire that first half, but we need to see that. We need to see more. And, you know, this whole sideline, this whole Fayetteville Wolves sideline in the first half, I mean, they were cheering on their teammates. They were jumping up and down. Something has gotten into this Fayetteville team this week. Jacob, let's talk about the red zone defense, okay? You might you gave up a huge special teams play in allowing Taylor to run the punt back on the first punt of the game. But after that, Thorsby gets into the red zone, throws an interception. They get back into the red zone, have three straight holding calls. That puts them back at the 50-yard line. Wolves stand stand tall again. So you negate that one bad play on special teams, the Wolves would have pitched a shutout in the first half. Yeah, and that's that's what we've been looking for. That's the defense we have been looking for. That's the defense that John Limbaugh has said that he's been looking for, a defense that can control the offense, keep the offense at bay, which I, I believe we've done for the most part. We've Yes, we've given up a few big plays along the way, but we've held them in check for, for a while there. Yeah, that we have, Jacob. And I mean, and, and one thing, too, that I just can't comprehend is how Thorsby is so much bigger in size, but they are getting pushed around by the undersized Wolves here tonight. I don't know if maybe it's a hangover from their 48-point shutout against um, – Coosa Central last week or what it is, but the Wolves are just flying in there and pushing them around like they've not played football before. And, you know, Coach Limbaugh has said time and time again this season that we will win ball games. Whether that be tonight remains to be seen. But right now we're, we're looking good moving forward. But, you know, Jacob, you know what I'm seeing tonight I have not seen at any point throughout this season. What's that? That's progress. Yes. They're coming out there. They're making progress. They're playing better. You're not seeing a regression. We've seen regression through the first couple weeks to about the third game, and that was about as low as you can get, a 53 nothing deficit in halftime, the way they had to do running clock in the second half. But seen last week, end of the game, started playing well. This week, beginning of the game to play well. So, you see it's a, it's an upward trend now. we got to keep that going. And like Coach Limbaugh said, he kept telling us, I know it's rough right now, guys, but we're going to win some ball games. And 
and the way they're playing tonight, if they keep playing like this through the rest of the season, they'll mess around and win some. And, you know, a lot of coaches out there will use that term rebuilding year as an excuse for a lackluster season. But if you look at our roster, if you look down on our right down at the fence line, they, I think we have five or six seniors, and that's it. The rest of them, we're starting freshmen. We're starting eighth graders. We're starting sophomores. So this really is a rebuilding year for the Wolves. Yeah, and, I mean, you take, say, two years down the road, this team is going to be so experienced. They're going to have some youth to them still. Um, and, and Coach Lombard said they'll win an area championship or region championship in the next few years, and he might just be right. And, you know, that's something we haven't done here since 2015. But you have a freshman quarterback who's coming out here, and he's hanging around with some of these first string, these seniors, these juniors from some of the teams that we're playing. And that's a positive sign looking forward. Yeah, I mean, you got young guys out there. I mean, you take Landon Payton, for instance. You said he's a freshman. You got Aiden Blair. I think he's a freshman. You got all of these younger guys, Cam Hammonds, freshman. Uh, I mean, you got all these guys out here that are just playing hard and are, are younger, and they are laying licks on these guys uh, for the other teams that are two- and three-year starters. And another freshman worth noting, that's Nick Abar. You know, we're yeah. used to having Levi Phillips on the sideline, you know, coming out and kicking the football. You know, against Isabella, the 21 points we scored, that shows you right there Nick Abar was three for three on his extra point. So he's just a freshman, and that's something to look forward to. That it is, Jacob. We talk about it all the time. Special teams – wins and loses games when it's a close affair and look right now special teams is what's giving Thorsby the lead with the the um punt return and then the two-point conversion which the special teams and then the Wolves also had the punt return on special teams too so um I mean special teams do make a difference in a game especially when you're really tightly matched and I do speaking of special teams I do wish John for one time this year you know obviously not tonight because the kick would be important uh, but just see Nick Abar go out there for a three-pointer at least once or twice. I told him I don't want to have to go out there on the field and start calling plays, but I want to see Nick Abar kick a deep field goal at some point this year. Yeah, and, uh, he's making progress watching him in warm-ups. I mean, they're the first ones to take the field, the kicker. Uh, Nick and Ashton are the first two on the field at warm-ups, and they're both looking real good. I think Ashton, he's a senior or a junior one. I don't have the class. He's a junior. But uh, either way, our special teams are looking really good right now. So, Jacob, your coach, Daryl Davis, you come in here 4-1, and one, huge favorite in this game. What is he telling his guys in the locker room? And El We've got to do the a better job the with the football. We've got, we the have to be disciplined. Three, three touchdowns called back because of holding calls. Drum that's a that's a discipline thing right there. Yeah, that it is. I mean, they should have a three score, two or three score lead right now, and they've let it slip away from the shooting themselves in the foot, really. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's his message to his guys. And I think I think they may have came in here thinking they didn't have to play hard to get the win based on the Wolves' record, and that's not the case. Well, you know, the last time we played them, you know, they were they were sort of the favorite coming in, and we played them hard. This is a, a rivalry game. That it is. I remember they used to get ugly between these two and um, back when I was in high school. But they haven't really played in a couple years, but – other than I think last year, didn't they play? No, no, it was two years ago they played in a non-region game, and the Rebels actually came here once again. But if you're Coach John Limbaugh, what are you telling you guys in the locker room? Keep doing what you're doing. We're, right, we're playing a complete game. We, we, we have 24 minutes left on that clock. We played a good first 24 minutes. We need a 
you know, about the same or maybe even a better 24 minutes coming out of this locker room. Yeah, and Jacob, I don't know what to anticipate for this second half, but I know it's going to be some more good football, and I hope the Wolves can replicate what they did in the first half. In the second half, they put a couple more points on the board. Uh, hey, you try and nick a bar out there to kick a field goal, you got a one-point lead. Hey, I'd take a win from a freshman kicker any day. That's right. So we're just under eight minutes here until they kick off of the third quarter presented by Out the Point Health. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly to listen to the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Halftime Show. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Alvia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time with the same great coverage State Farm built their reputation on. And Alvia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Great news for Sycamore Federal Credit Union members. The instant-issued debit cards are available now. There are 20 beautiful options that you can choose from. Cost for same-day graphic cards is $10 each. The option for the original card with a 7- to 10-day business turnaround time is still just $5. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, where you get more. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. We're here to make it The Sylacauga Chamber's fundamental mission is to generate more business activity for the community. The Chamber initiates more business-to-business connections than what is available through any other local organization. The Sylacauga Chamber's website alone receives an average of 1,000 views per month, with member business listings being the most visited page. Get connected with over 500 other member representatives who are growing with the Chamber. Become a member today by calling 256-249-0308. What's going on at Sylacauga Parks and Rec? Sylacauga Karate School, formerly in the 90 block of North Norton Avenue, is now at the J. Craig Smith Community Center Music Room, 5.30 to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. September 30th is Food Truck Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. at Central Park, featuring Dog Nation, The Wharf, and Happy Times Food Trucks. The Blackbird Pickers will also be playing. Storytime with Friends is October 14th at 10 a.m. at Noble Park. Princess Belle will be there to read a story and meet your little ones. Get all the details at sylacauga.recdesk.com. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. And that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Toyota of Silicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at Toyota of Silicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280. Toyota of We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Lumber prices have come down, so if you've put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware. Get everything you need. They don't have just lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. 
There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. I hated to hear about Aiden's suicide. I feel so awful for his parents. They, and well, all of us, we had no idea. None? I know mental illness is common. They say one in five adults experiences mental illness every year. Yes, but he didn't tell anyone. We could have all been there for him had he just said something. You don't have to feel alone, and you don't have to suffer in silence. Alta Point Health is here for you and your family. Call Alta Point today to speak with a specialist who can find the right program for you or someone you love. 251-450-2211. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. The third quarter is brought to you by Alta Point Health. Welcome back to Farm Links Field. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett here in the Action Homes broadcast booth. And we're about to get this Alta Point Health third quarter underway. And, uh, Jacob, we're about two minutes until the second half kickoff. Rebels will um, receive the ball here to start the second half. And, if you're Coach Limbaugh in this defense, you just tell those guys, hey, go back out here and replicate what you did in the first half. Yeah, and I heard from Mr. Jeff Scott during halftime, and he agreed with all of us, and he said that we need to keep doing what we're doing. Yes, we do have a habit of giving up a ba uh, big touchdown here and there, and that's something we cannot afford right now. Was, you know, with nope. the lead only two points, you know, they get the ball back to start the half. We need a defensive stand. This defense has been amazing today. Yeah, that they have, Jacob. They have played with a lot of fire, effort, energy. I mean, you know, you couldn't ask for a better performance from the defense. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, you got to get some momentum going. Maybe maybe open up the playbook a little bit. Let Landon Payton go out there and sling it. I mean, I have faith in him. And, you know, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the next few years. You're going to have to put confidence in him. I think that starts tonight. You know, we talk about Blake Allens from Vincent and how, you know, he's been there for 20-plus years as their starting quarterback. You know, it's our turn now with an established quarterback, and Landon Payton is going to be that quarterback. That he is, Jake. You know, they just did the split the pot up there, and um, my ticket didn't win, but you know why it didn't win? I didn't buy one this week. I told him I lost last week, so I ain't getting one this week. Yeah, it's always better to buy a ticket when you know you have a, a chance. That's a good point. You know, guys, one of the things, I, this first time I've had a chance to watch Fayetteville play this year, y'all are obviously saying they're playing much better on defense, and they are. But I got to tell you, one thing you got to realize, too, one of the ways that a football game is won and lost is in the turnover battle. And Thorsby's turned the ball over three times, uh, once on the special teams, of course, the uh, interception, and, you know, the, then the onside kick, in my opinion, is a turnover. Yeah. Um, so if you think about those those things, Fable's yet to give that football up. And that is one of the things that I talked about with Coach Limbaugh earlier this week on our one-on-one Coosa Valley Medical Center uh, conversation is the fact that he said, you know, you guys have seen probably 15 turnovers in three or four weeks. 
so far tonight in the first 24 minutes, the Wolves have yet to turn it over. That was that's right. Um, you know, Mick Jacob, we talked about that in the pregame show about you had to limit penalties and limit turnovers, and so far they've done both. But a football game hitting one in just one half, so you got to come out and play good again in the second half. Yes, and that's we have not seen that complete game, and it's tonight the night. You know, that's probably something that Coach Limbaugh asked his guys in the locker room over here. You know, is is tonight going to be that night? That's right. I mean, you have five weeks of sample size. Week one and two, you played well in the first half, couldn't finish. Week three, we're not going to talk about that one. And then the last two weeks, you played well in the second half. So it's time to take those two games, first two games, the last two games, put it together. Put a whole whole game of football together, and they might come out of here with a win and get their first region win in, in a long time. And, you know, it's not like we're playing, and I hate that I'm saying this, but it's not like we're playing a Coosa Central or a Woodland. You know, teams like us struggling for a win. We're playing a team whose only loss is to Isabella so far. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. And they've beaten some decent teams. I mean, you know, you look at, at Jemison. I know they're, they're, what, a 5 or 6A school. Yeah. Um, PCA, I don't, I don't know how I well they are. Three, and I, I don't think they've lost but one game, and that was to Thorsby. Yeah, so their their only loss is that they got thumped a little bit by Isabella, but I mean anybody would the way they're playing right now, and I'm ready for them to play Vincent. I think that'll be a good matchup. Well, Isabella has to play the Comer Tigers first. That's tomorrow night at Legion Stadium. That right there could very well be our region championship game for this region. It appears that it will be Jacob because. Um, you know, Vince has that loss, but let me let me hit you with this. What if Isabella beats Comer, and then Vincent turns around and beats Isabella? And what's we gonna do with that? You get into tiebreaker situation, then which you go to non-region games. And if you look at BB Comer this year, they have not felt fared very well in non-region games. They lost to to. Uh, uh, Sacks last week, and they lost to Dayballard in year, and they beat Childersburg. So they're one and two in non-region games so far this year. I don't know what Vincent. Vincent actually has got to be undefeated in non-region games to this point because their only loss was to BB Comer. I don't know about uh, Isabella, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. BB Comer has been a beaten and battered football team the last couple weeks. They've had a lot of guys hurt. And I'm not making excuses for them. Sachs is a good football team. I saw that firsthand two weeks ago against Chillsburg. And I'll tell you this. I think B.B. Comer will be focused tomorrow night. I think they will be ready to play. And if they beat Isabella, I'll ask you guys this, because you all have seen both of them. I believe Vincent can beat Isabella. And if that's the case, then that's going to be the difference in playing at home in the playoffs or going on the road. In the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, that's right, David. And it looks like here, uh, Isabella's right now, they stand at 5-0, 3-0 in region. They have beaten Maplesville and Billingsley. That's their non, um, non-region non opponents. They're 2-0. and But they have Keith last game of the season, and I think it's their homecoming or senior night. So I don't know anything about Keith, but I imagine they're not a powerhouse if you schedule them for homecoming or senior night. No, and here's the thing, too. It also matters whether you play up or down. The two losses that Childersburg has in non-region, I mean, B.B. Comer has in non-region game, are playing up. They played a 3A Sachs and a 3A Dadeville. So, you know, you, you're saying that that uh, Bit, uh, Isabella is 2-0. and They are, but their two teams they played are 1A more. 1A and a 2A. That's yeah. right. 
So that, that comes into effect too. But I just got a feeling, and, and I hope I'm right for all of our sakes because uh, you can listen to that game tomorrow night. By the way, uh, over on Mix 106.5, uh, Greg Wyckoff, Tony White, and Anderson Wyckoff will have that call from Legion Stadium. If you want to listen to the Chillsburg Tigers, they've got a good team coming to town too. Walter Welburn, uh, very good, and they – will be on our station right here, Kicks 100.3, airtime 630 with Robert Sprayberry and myself. Yeah, thank you, David. I may have to tune into that one tomorrow between Comer and uh, Isabella. That will be a tough matchup for both sides, and you know they're both hungry to get that one, Jacob. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, maybe I'll be able to get off work and go go watch it. You know, I'm a Comer alum. I want to see them do good. Uh, and, you know, they haven't won the region since 95, so, you know, that team is hungry for a region championship, and I believe tomorrow night if they win that, they're headed in that direction. They're definitely in the driver's seat. That That's for sure. And, I mean, really, if they win that one, to, to lose that based on who they've already played, they would have to lose two region games, and the chances of them losing with Woodland, Coosa, Fedville, and not sure who else still left on the schedule, their chances look pretty good of, of winning the region. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe that's the only – they do not play that Week 10 game. They, they uh, Coach Fawcett, likes, he, he knows they're going to the playoffs. He just has that hunch before every season for some reason, and they don't play that Week 10 game. That, that they do, Jacob. And actually, uh, David just said if they win tomorrow, they've actually locked a spot in the playoffs. Not home field advantage or anything, but they are they are punched their ticket uh, into the AHSAA playoffs. Yeah, and that, uh, usually when you get four wins in the region, you're an automatic lock. Whether you're going to be the four seed or the one seed, you're in at four wins. Yeah, because then you automatically have a winning record in region. You'll be four and three. That's at the worst if you drop your next three. So. If you can get that fourth win, you're doing really good. And Nick Abara's got that ball on the tee, and we've got this out to point health third quarter underway. It's a little squib kick again, and the Rebels fumbled the ball again. Wolves on it. Wolves take over at the Thornsby 44. That'll help the cause. Yeah, that will when you are winning the turnover battle four to nothing. That uh, that'll always have another young guy out on the field who recovered that. <laughs> Braden Liner, number thirty-eight, and you know he's excited about that. Braden Liner getting his name called for the first time on the radio. Why not on Kicks one hundred point three? One of those young guys we just talked about the youth. That's right, Jacob. Just came up big. Man, the way the Wolves are playing tonight, we're going to have to talk to David and all the guys at the at the radio station. The Wolves might have to start playing every week on 100.3. Well, you know, you know, Lee was just right here in front of us not too long yeah. ago. Maybe he should have stuck around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so that'll bring up first and ten at the 45. And like I said, the Wolves are just they're flying all over the field. Man, they're playing great. And the referees have uh, looks like a flag was just dropped. Well, let's wait see what the call is. If this is on the Wolves, I didn't see anything. And that's not looking with Wolves' eyes. That's looking with everybody's eyes, and Limbaugh is not having it. You've, you've got to call. There is a you've got to call that on the field. Kick, catch, interference called against the Wolves. Well, that was a bad call. Back to the Rebels. No, it looks like that. It, it appeared from here he touched the ball 
before it got there. Now, I don't know what exactly happened, but I think you'd have to throw the penalty flag before the offense of the Wolves get out there and the defense of the other team. I mean, you know, if you're going to make the call, make the call. Don't ride the fence. Either way, I would still try to do that again. I would, too. I don't know where the head guy is out here earlier, but they need, he needs to come get his crew in check. <laughs> what went in there? That, that don't make wow. no sense. After the penalty, Thorsby will have it first and 10 from the Wolves 40. That was a bad call, so maybe won't have any more of them. So from the 40-yard line, somehow it's Thorsby ball. Two receivers to the near side, one to the four. Taylor in the shotgun. Taylor takes a snap. His fake handoff, he's going to keep it up the middle. He's going nowhere. And that looks like that was Hunter Robertson, I believe it was, on the stop there in the backfield. He said, I'm mad we ain't got the ball. That's a five-yard loss. Cole Hardy got there with Robertson. And, you know, this maybe that right there, just that was the second-half fire igniter that we were looking for. Yeah, I'm going to give you an explanation on that kickoff. The time before when the ball hit the ground, the halo rule is out. The halo rule was in effect there because he got hit at the same time he the ball got there. Ah, that makes sense. Thank you, David. Yeah, that's going to be a handoff up to McManus up the middle, and he gets back about four of those five yards. And I feel like I'm talking to Gene Steratore over here when David gave us that explanation <laughs> of the flag. <laughs> that was like that week you were going. We had Brent sitting about where David was. So, you know, that he was actually a referee at one point. So that was our rules analyst. So now we have Mr. David McCurley, AHSAA rules analyst. <laughs> Look at there. Brent. So third down and long here for the Rebels. He got two receivers to the far end, one to the near. Taylor takes a snap, and he's just going to give it to the gut of McManus, who dances around, and he picks up a few yards, but he's going to be well short of the fourth or the line to gain, excuse me. That'll bring up fourth and five for the Rebels. And based on where they're at on the field, you'll probably see the offense stay out there. Uh, four down territory here. and. Uh, we need a, a stop right here to get this ball with decent field position. Um, well, they're going to drop back in punt formation, it looks like. Huh. Try to put us deep. I guess they got a little bit nervous. I mean, just two minutes into this third quarter, you're hanging on to a slim eight to six lead, trying to fight for a playoff spot. So they're going to play it conservative. But I'd watch out for the fake here. And McManus is going to step up and punt that short little pooch ball. Oh, it's caught by Reed Wallace at 25, and he'll run up down the side. Oh, wow. Good return there by Reed Wallace. And, and I thought they were going to let it hit the ground, but he jumped up and snagged it. He fooled everybody, including myself. And, uh, we have a rebel down. He's getting up. But yeah, that, that was a great job right there by Mr. Reed Wallace on that return. Yeah, he snagged that uh punt there like he did that interception earlier to keep this game as tight as it is. And I think that Thorsby punt team thought, you know, he was going to snag it and maybe fall on it and, you know, first and ten from where he got it. But, no, he said, I'm taking off for this thing. Yeah, he did. And that'll set them up with good field position here. They'll take over at their own 41. So you get a couple first downs, start knocking on that door of the end zone over there. So first and ten. Two receivers split out to the near side, one to the far. Peyton takes a snap, and he's going to give it to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He burst up forward. He carries a man with him, and he kept running. 
and he'll pick up about seven yards. He turned in what should have been about three into seven. Uh, who needs a big offensive line anyways? There was still a hole big enough for Mr. Hammonds to run through, and he gained eight on that play. Great job by Mr. Hammonds. That it was, and his brother Hunter will check into the game as Reed Wallace uh, checks out. He'll probably give him a little bit of water after that snag and that run on that punt return. So from the 49, Wolves got a second and short. I'd take a shot right here, Jacob. Air that thing out, see if you can't get it to Zeke Deloach and see if he can get a get a touchdown out of it. But they might play it safe here. Peyton takes a snap. as the fate. Now it is a screen to Zeke Deloach. He's got open field in front of him. He's got five yards, 10 yards, 15 yards. Cuts it back to the 20. And, oh, what a good tackle there by Aiden Turner to save the touchdown. And, Zeke will go down about the 17. Zeke, excuse me, the 27. There, Zeke shows that he is the playmaker that we build him up to be. Yep. So that uh, that'll bring up a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down, and we might just get to see Nickel Bar come out and kick one if we get a little closer. I believe it's too early for me to want to see a field goal here. I want to see a six-pointer on the on the scoreboard right now. All right, fine then. Two receivers to the near side. Takes a snap, painting his hand off to Cam Hammonds up the middle, and this time they were expecting it, and they stopped him two yards behind the line of scrimmage, so that'll bring up second down and long. Well, real quick, it uh, looks like it's going to be a tale of two halves for the Silicaga Aggies. They are down to Beauregard with five minutes to go in the third quarter. It's 21 to nothing. Man, Aggies having a, a tough season over there. Thank you for that State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update, Jacob. You know, yeah. I can't watch the game this week. They have the uh, booth cam this week, so I'm watching the score. But i tell you what, thanks to Jeremy for actually throwing a clock up this week. Yeah, that he did. That way you can at least see the timing in it. So two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton drops back to pass. He rolls out to the near side. He airs one deep. He's got Zeke Deloach wide open. He calls it a touchdown. Touchdown, Wolves. New score, Wolves 12, Rebels 8. What a catch. What was I just saying, Jacob? You got to air it out to Zeke Deloach. Give your playmaker the ball. They did just that, and there's six points on the board. I believe we just had the call of the year right there. I'll I tell believe you what, we did, too. You called it. Throw it downfield. Yep. You had a Zeke Deloach falling flat on his back in the end zone, and we're looking at six points on the scoreboard. Well, he needs to be careful catching all them balls like that because I'm going to tell you what, it looks like he's got stick them on his hands out there. Yeah, great job. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to go for two here to try to go up. You know, we missed that two-point conversion earlier, so we need to try to go up 14 to eight right here, and it looks like we're going to try to go for two. I think that's good thinking. So you got the Wildcat out there with Cadence Barrett. You'll probably see a power run up the middle. Oh, it's actually going to be a toss to Zeke Deloach, and it's going to be a little fake read while it's ah. back in the end zone. Just overthrew him off his fingertips, but we'll take the touchdown. New score, Wolves 12, Rebels 8. 7.30 left in the third quarter. Let's to the Fell Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. 
Welcome back. Out to Point Health, third quarter action here at Farm Links Field. Me and Jacob Bassett up here in Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth. And, Jacob, I am excited about this Wolves game tonight. This is the football football game of the week. I'm going to tell you the way they're playing up 12-8. to And Nicobar gets ready to kick this thing off. And, and they didn't have anybody deep. And woo wee, that was a close one. They, he kicked the ball about to the third to the twenty-five ish yard line. There was nobody there. Had it not gone out of bounds, Wolves would have recovered another one. Yeah, we just couldn't get there quick enough. But Thorsby had nobody deep because we've been short kicking them all game and we kind of threw them off there. But that was a great, great call by Coach Limbaugh. That it was. I like the coaching tonight. I like opening up the playbook, putting some trust in your young quarterback. I know he's a ninth grader. He's a freshman. Not a lot of a playing experience. Get him out there. Put the ball in his hands and let him and let him do what he can do. Well, now it's time to see this defense. This defense has been playing with some kind of fire tonight. It's time to get a stop here, and it, this this stop's important. That it is. So. It's going to be a wildcat snap to McManus, and they go in the heavy set up the middle, and he'll pick up maybe two yards. I seen Cole Hardy just dragged to the ground by offensive linemen, so they got away with a little bit of a hold right there. And uh, that was Grayson Fannin. He looked like he had a piece of a face mask in his hand, but no call there. Wow, they gave him a very generous spot on that one. That picked up about six. Okay. A little bit more forward progress than he deserved. But you know, we've been crediting this defense, and rightfully so, but what about that offensive line the last series giving the quarterback time to throw? Oh, yeah, absolutely, David. I mean, they've, they've really stepped up their game. Taylor takes snap, and it's going to be an end around to Davenport. Davenport's got 10 yards, tries to spin out of a tackle. Cadence Barrett says, no, sir. Throws him down after pickup of about 12. There is a flag on the ground, and this might be a dead ball foul. And the, the flag was thrown in the area of Remington Taylor, so I just wonder if he said something and a referee heard it. Yeah, exactly sure. I don't know if that's not like Limbaugh's players to get out there and and play dirty. That is one thing I'll say about Coach Limbaugh. I've never seen him have a team like that. And so I would have to assume this is probably on the Rebels. And they're staying at home, and the referee that spots the football has it in his hands, and I don't know, he just turned the other way. So I'm not exactly sure. It looks like unsportsmanlike conduct against the Wolves. So that'll be from the spot of the field, and that'll give them 15 more yards. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't some unsportsmanlike stuff going on there, but I'm just saying that's not like Coach Limbaugh's teams to do that. So I think they might have been reaching on that one. Yeah, reaching a little too far, if you ask me. Yep. But, hey, the Wolves still got the lead, and defense is playing good, so we'll take it. It's it's starting to get a little chilly out here in the Jacobs. I felt that breeze right there. Yeah, it feels good, but, you know, surprisingly, I was the one that had on a coat before you did. So, Taylor in this offense, good field position, about the 36. Takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Taylor up the middle, and he'll get up about five yards. He threw a Wolves defender down off of him after the play, and uh, I guess that could have went either way. But if we're going to call dead ball and sportsmanlike conduct penalties, let's call them or let's not call them. I mean, this football game is a two-way game. you got to call it both ways. Yeah, that you do. So we'll see what they do. Bring up second and second and seven. Six minutes to go in the third quarter. Wolves up twelve to eight. 
So McManus is actually in at quarterback now, and he'll take it around the right side. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, pick up about five on the run. Close to the first down. Looks like he'll be a tad bit short. And I'll bring up third and short. Neither way you look at it, it is going to be four down territory right That it is. Unless you lose like 15, 20 yards on this play, I think it is four down territory. Yeah, I'd be looking for one of those Thorsby holds right here. That sounds about good right now. That's probably what these Wolves want, Jacob. So heavy set, so you know they're going to run the ball here. It's going to be straight to the middle. McManus, he got it. And he got a little bit more. He's still dragging a guy. Finally brought down after about a pickup of 12 yards there, Jacob. And he carried a few guys down to the 12-yard line. There's a flag. So it looks like it may be unsportsmanlike on the Wolves again. Let's see what we'll wait this call. See what they say. They're talking with one another. And it looks like it is going to be on the Wolves. All right. Dead ball, personal foul is the call against the Wolves. Man, this Thorsby offense can't even run a play without getting three yards on this one. So they call it a late hit. Wolves are shooting themselves in the foot here. So they have got to stand tall here. We need another interception, but I would be surprised if they put it in the air here. So they got first down and goal to go from the seven. Taylor back in at quarterback. McManus in the backfield and takes snappage run to the left side. He'll probably get there. Got a good block by McManus. Turns the corner. Stopped him, but there's a flag, and that's going to be holding. And real quick, while we're waiting on this call, at the end of the third quarter, it's still 21 to nothing, Beauregard over Silicaga. So Silicaga's going to have to have a heck of a fourth quarter to overcome that deficit. But we've seen crazier. So, yeah, this will be coming back. So this will come back about, I think it should be 10 yards. So that will bring up first goal from the 17. So Wolves catch a break there. And this, this might be the break we needed. They're not as close to the end zone as they were now, so they're going to have to open that playbook up just a little bit more. But now it's time to, to get them in four plays and get a stop. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. So let's see if we can get another negative play right here and, and keep them from getting to the end zone. Maybe hold them to a field goal. I don't know if they've got a field goal kicker, but if they do, hold them to it. Takes the snap. going to be uh, run straight up the middle. Wolves were not fooled. McManus got nothing. Picked up maybe a yard. So this Wolves defense, they'll bend but not break. I'm telling you, Blake, I'm loving this Wolves defense tonight. Yeah, I know I am too, Jacob, and they have not played like this all season. And they come to play tonight. I believe this may be their senior night, Jacob. No, they, uh, we play Comer on senior night. Ooh, okay, I got you. So second down, goal from the 18. Takes a snap, and Taylor's going to keep it himself around the right side. He breaks a couple tackles, but Wolves kept him in check for about a five-yard gain. So you got third and goal from the 13. And if I'm Coach Davis, I've got two plays drawn up because I'm not going to try to get 13 yards in one play. No, but you, you have to have that feeling in the back of your head if you're Coach Reed that they will try to – 
throw on one of these two plays. Yeah, I think they will. And I think you do. Like you said, you got to drop back a couple guys, especially Zeke DeLoach and Reed Wallace. You want them being around the ball because they just seem to find ways to catch it. It's just under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Wolves up four. Taylor takes a snap, and he's going to hand it off to McManus around the right side. It's a double pass. pass. And it's a bad pass across the middle, but it was caught by the receiver, uh, Braxton Price. And he broke the cardinal rule throwing across his body like that, Jacob. Luckily, it worked out for him, but... Wow, that was a that was good play call by Coach Davis. He digged into his bag of tricks a little bit and caught the Wolves napping. So, new score, Rebels 14, Wolves 12. Three minutes to go in the third quarter, and they're looking to make this lead four with this two-point conversion. Yeah, we need to stop them. Davenport under center, and he's just going to run forward, and he's going to have – I don't think he got no, it. No, he didn't. They're going to say didn't. short, so that will leave the Two score at 14 to 12, Rebels. We'll be right back with live game action. Let's to the Federal Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to cook them on. All at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree plaza well i really didn't know they had all that but our patio is really more for the teenagers they have uni pizza ovens too that should be a hit with your boys you're right it would i'll have to check out the new ace hardware store in silicaga thanks welcome back to this third quarter action here at farm links field as the wolves host the Floresby Rebels, and the Wolves got up to a 12-8 lead here in the third quarter, but they have since given up a touchdown to the Rebels and stopped the two-point conversion. So your new score is Rebels 14, Wolves 12. So the Carson Church will get ready to kick this thing deep here, um, see if they can get a stop on defense, but the Wolves are looking to sniff that end zone again, Jacob. Yeah, we're, we're finding it pretty good tonight. That we are. So this offense has got it on a roll. So we're going to see if they can get back on a roll here on this drive and, and find the end zone once again. So Church, it's going to be a short little kick. I'd let that roll out of bounds. Let it go, let it go. There you go. That'll roll out of bounds there at about the 35-yard line. The flag comes out. Wolves get good field position. And uh, maybe this is the field position we need. We need another scoring drive here. That was our first, I would say, hiccup defensively. That's their first offensive touchdown. Yes, they're up 14 to nothing, but they had that special teams touchdown. So defensively, I think we're still pretty good. We're still doing what we're needing to do, but now we need a big drive from our offense. That we do, Jacob. And uh, like we were talking about, I mean, that was just good play call. Really creative by Coach Davis. I mean, you you couldn't expect that because when McManus came around, it was like a straight run, and he really sold it. So good execution there by McManus. But um, if you're the Wolves, you definitely got to strike back here. Would have been huge if you could have got that two-point conversion. Yes. If you were the Wolves. So first and ten from the 42 receiver to the near side, one to the far. Takes snaps. Peyton is a hand up to hand off to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He bursts forward with some speed. 
And he will get all the way down to the first down marker, and that will bring up Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down again. And Jacob, he's been running the ball with purpose tonight. Hey, a first down on the first play of a drive, that's something we haven't done all, all season. No, that is something we have struggled with. We've struggled on offense side. Jacob talking about for coming in this game, giving up 51 points a game, only scoring 14 points a game. We've already almost met our point per game total, and we've only given up 14 tonight. So this Wolves team is playing with a fire tonight. Takes a snap, handoff again to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He's making a couple men miss again and turned a loss into a two-yard game. Yeah, yeah Hammonds is keeping his feet moving. He's not planting on, you know, letting a defender get to him. By the time a the defender's there, they're, they're already behind him. I don't know what his stats is, Jacob, but he's got to at least have probably 50 yards on the ground so far. This uh, Fayetteville running game has improved tremendously as well. Matt, it has. You know, Coach Limbaugh stuck with it. Didn't work the first five weeks, but it's starting to work now. And about two and a half minutes left in third quarter. Wolves down two, but driving again. Peyton and they might have to burn time out here. There's only three seconds left on the play, on the play clock there. And it looks like Limbaugh will have to burn one before the yellow handkerchief comes out. So they'll take a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Felt Football Game of the Week on the Felt Sports Network. Whether you're buying or selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible. Stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for. Welcome back to Farm Links Field. Third quarter action between the Wolves and the Rebels. Wolves facing a second down and eight from the Rebels, 48. And, Jacob, like we've been talking about earlier, eh, this Wolves team has been playing with purpose, and somebody lit a fire up under them, so somebody needs to call the fire department. Yeah, and they're, they're moving the ball, and they're moving the ball great, and they're moving it in a great way when they need to. And that, that, that's an improvement. That it is. So three receivers on the field. Running back in the backfield with Peyton, and it looks like offensive lineman flinched first. By his body language, he knows it's him. This will be coming back five yards. Yep, that's what it is, false start. So second down and eight, excuse me, seven turns into second down and 12, and that's the things you cannot do if you're the Wolves. Yeah, well, we can't play behind the chains, but fortunately for us, this is something we haven't seen a lot of today. But, you know, we're, the way we're throwing the football, this might not be a bad spot. Yeah. That's right, Jacob. So maybe they can put the ball in the air right here. We've seen a few runs this drive, but uh, I think on second and 12, you let Peyton throw this thing. He takes a snap. It is a fake handoff. Screen pass. Zeke DeLoach, he's caught. He's got five yards. Stiff arms man's got 10 yards. Drags another man. Looks like the Rebels may have got away with a face mask, but it doesn't matter. That's a 14-yard pickup by Zeke DeLoach. And, uh, it's going to be that Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. That it is, Jacob, and they are moving the ball. And like we said, it's like we have, we've not seen this team the first five weeks of this season. And then, boom, they just – I mean, they come out here and play with effort this evening. And, 
you know, we haven't seen the sideline this pumped up all year. So, I mean, it's just good to see. That kicks 100.3. That it is. So, on the 36, Peyton takes a snap, and he's going to keep it up the middle. He's got a little bit of a hole, not much. He picks up about two yards before he's finally brought down. So, second and eight. Number 18, Landon Peyton on the right guard. I'll tell you one thing. uh, Tammy Limbaugh down there has been pacing these grandstands for a while now. That she has. I think she's excited for Coach Limbaugh and this team. You know, Coach Limbaugh puts a lot of work in, and he's the first one to – to thank her when, you know, when when things are going good. And if you're married, you know, you don't criticize your wife when things aren't going good. So he takes the blame for that too. So second down and eight. Peyton in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He drops back to pass. He runs towards the near side. Airs one deep. He's got Zeke DeLoach. And he's there. Caught it. It's a Touchdown. Carson Church got mossed all over by Zeke DeLoach. They're, they're number two on our number two. Our number two said, I don't think so. I need that, and I need six right that now. That he did, and Jacob, what a catch. Zeke DeLoach has been playing his tail off out there this evening. And uh, just under a minute to go in this third quarter, Wolves now take an 18-14 lead pending this two-point conversion. Wow. I, I, we're in a good spot right now, Blake. Less than a minute to go. That we are. The so there's a penalty out there on the play before the play even got going. So it'll probably be false start or either too many men on the field, if I had to guess. And backing up like this, would you want to see Nickelbar on the field? Yeah. Yeah, if it backs you up, wouldn't be a bad idea. Hey, guys, I'm going to tell you, you know, you guys are um, lobbying to get on Kicks 100.3 every week. I really don't have a problem with that, but you better pass the bucket through the crowd here because you're going to have to pay Johnny Johnson a lot of money to get it to happen every week. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we're just messing around, Dave. We're not going to take your spot from you. Hey, uh, real quick, 24 to nothing Beauregard over Silicago with six minutes and 20 seconds to go in the football game. Yeah, it is. And, Jacob, it looks like they're still going to go. For the two right here, which really getting that delay of game right there is really kind of a good thing because it opens up your playbook a little bit. Or, excuse me, false start. Takes a snap, and it's actually behind the quarterback, and this will be a failed two-point attempt. Luckily, you can't run it back, or Thorsby would have got two more points. Two-point conversion attempt is no good after a 37-yard touchdown. That high school rule came came in handy right there for the Wolves. We'll keep it here. Yeah, I have a break on the field. But, Jake, you know, you're giving us uh, State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard updates from the Silicon game. If I'm not mistaken, the broadcast booth is actually brought to you by some people I'm pretty familiar with. Yeah, it's going to be the Sleeping Giant broadcast yep. booth. Yeah, I'm out here advertising right now with this hoodie I got on. You know, you can't really read it anymore because it's I've worn it so much. Sleeping Giants, a, a good company. You know, they help my you, you actually helped my mama back during the summer with her AC problems. Yep, yep. I remember going out there and, and fixing that thing. I think it was actually before it even got hot, Jacob, to tell you the truth. I tell you, she had nothing but good things to say about you, so I do appreciate that. Oh, man, absolutely. I had nothing but good things to say about you while I was there. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I tell you what, we have, speaking of saying good things about people, I, 
we got good things to say about this Fayetteville Wolves football team tonight. That we do, Jacob, and we're not stretching to say them like we have a lot of first, through the first five weeks when they weren't playing the best, but now they're playing great. And, and you love to see effort. You're seeing effort out of this team. So Nick Abar to kick this thing, and it's a short one again. And Aiden Turner not fooled. And that was a good heads-up play by him, and so they will give good field position to the Rebels, though. They'll take over at the 48. And i tell you what, Hunter Robertson was ready to make that tackle, too. That he was. Like I said, that was a good, good heads-up play by Turner. I think I might have would have kicked that one deep. Defense has been playing okay, or, I mean, playing decently well. Offense has been showing real good signs of life here in the, the second half. I might have would have kicked that one deep and trusted my defense there. And you're going to start seeing the Thorsby Rebels open that playbook up and probably start taking shots downfield. That you will. Heavy set, takes a snap. McManus is going to run up the middle, and he'll pick up about seven or eight there on the carry. Good hole there by the offensive line, but, I mean, it helps when you have eight guys blocking for one guy. Yeah. Thorsby ball carried on the right guard. They're outsizing our defensive line. Probably 25, 30 pounds per player. And, you know, hopefully late in the game that's not going to become a factor. Yeah, I agree, Jacob. I hope that that um, attrition don't set in. On the offense, or the defense, excuse me, as that's another run up the middle. That'll pick up the first down for the Rebels, and that'll likely be the last play of the third quarter. So we'll take a quick break here, and we'll be back with fourth quarter action shortly. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on Kicks 100.3. Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing their radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and hard work to build a strong national defense and to protect our deeply held values like the right to life and our second amendment mike rogers continues to fight for our america first agenda mike rogers is our trusted alabama conservative mike rogers is our way of fighting back on november 8th please vote for mike rogers for congress this is mike rogers and i approve this message paid for by mike rogers for congress p.o box 1113 aniston alabama 36202 Welcome back to fourth quarter action here at Farm Links Field. Blake Bailey alongside Jacob Bassett here in the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth. And, uh, Jacob, we have been in for a ride this evening. Yeah, if you paid your $8 for your ticket tonight, you are in for a real good treat. If, uh, the finish is an in, if the way this game is played out. Is any indication of how this finish is going to be? It's going to be a fun one. That it is, Jacob. As McManus gets the handoff up the middle, and he might have picked up a yard or two. Yeah, they'll say two-yard pickup there, and that'll bring up second and eight. And uh, it's like they're trying to outpower the Wolves and starting to use their size to their advantage here. And that's what we were afraid of, and this is starting to come into fruition. That it is. So heavy set again. McManus gets the direct handoff, and he's up the middle for another big game. 
And he'll be just shy of that first down marker, and it looks like it'll be third down here and inches. And obviously this is four-down territory, so if they don't get it here. But, you know, Jacob, right now the defenses aren't doing much. This has been kind of started to turn into a shootout here in late in the second half. Same set, heavy set again. Takes the snap. McMahon is straight up the middle, and he laid his head down and put a lick on the Wolves' defense, and he got it, but barely. That'll bring it first and 10 for the Rebels at the 25-yard line, 27-yard line. Yeah, right now is where we really need to start trying to knock the ball loose, jar the ball loose, do whatever we can to knock the ball out of this Rebels' hand and get this football back to our offense. That we do, Jacob. McManus, same play. Wolves aren't fooled. He stopped at the line of scrimmage second down. You know, you keep running the same play over and over. Eventually, somebody's going to catch on. That is. And, you know, Jacob, one thing I want to say about the Wolves, too, you know, we're having fun tonight. We're on Kicks 100.3, thanks to Michael and Jeremy and Lee and David. But the Wolves are having fun. I haven't seen them have fun at a football game yet this year. And that's just something I wanted to point out that I've noticed. Man. Taylor on the straight handoff up the middle this time, and he almost broke free for a touchdown if it had not been for a few jersey grabs there by Wolves defenders, and they'll move the chains again for another Rebel first down, and they are eating time off of this clock too, Jack. They are wearing down our defense. Yeah, and if they score now, I mean, we're still not going to be out of it. We still have Oh, no, no, definitely there. not. Definitely not. Run straight up the middle by McManus. He blows past the defense. Last line of defense, Zeke DeLoach tried to get him down but couldn't get there in time. So that'll be six points for the Rebels. No flag. So your new score, Rebels 20, Wolves 18, pending this two-point attempt. This is where we need to stuff them is on this two-point conversion. That it is, Jacob. That it is. So McManus, the quarterback again, takes a snap, straight run up the middle. He has no problems going through there. The two-point is good. Your new score, Rebels 22, Wolves 18, and we'll uh, we'll keep it here for the break on the field. But, Jacob, I mean, you know, win or lose tonight, the Wolves have played hard. And you don't, you know, not to say moral victories, and the game's not even over. I'm just saying they showed they could play with teams that have a lot of experience um, out there on the field. And, you know, they're saying they're showing they can hang with them, they can play, and they haven't given up. There's not many teams that will go out there and play their heart out for the sixth game of the season when you're 0-5. Yeah, no, this this is showing what this team is capable of. We now know that. We now know, looking towards the future, what this team can do, and uh, it's promising. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. A lot of positive things to take out of this performance tonight. So we got a State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update. Beauregard Hornets 31, Sylacauga Aggies 0. About four minutes left to go in that game. And unfortunately, the Aggies having a tough time this year, Jacob. Yeah, Coach uh, Carter against his former school tonight. And it's not potent well for his current uh, school. And I mean, hey, you know, every now and again you have a down year. It's unfortunate, but you're going to have a down year. Sylacauga will be back. They're by no means going to have a bad program year after year. They'll be back. So kick received at the 30 by Zeke Deloach. He's running up the middle. He's got a couple blockers. Oh, if he could have broke that tackle there, 
by Luke Turner. He might have could have went to the house, but he'll be taken down at about the 40-yard line. That's where the Wolves will set up shop first and 10. Yeah, just uh, always that one defender standing in the most inopportune place. And that, unfortunately, if Zeke would have broke that last one, we'd be looking at six right that, now. That we would, Jacob. So don't want to score too quick, though. So 9.38 left to go in the game. Wolves down four, and you got a freshman quarterback. And I think you put it in his hands because he's delivered all night. But you don't want to force anything. No, don't force anything. I agree, but put it in his hands. You got three receivers out there, a tight end, and a running back with Peyton. Peyton takes a snap, and he's just going to simply run it up the middle. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard, second down, and nine to go. Just these short little runs right here is what we need to do, chew some of this clock off. I was going to say they gave him a generous spot, but they brought it back to where it was. They gave him second. They gave him two yards out of that, and they moved it back. I was like, okay, that was a little too generous there. Second down, long to go. And I, like I said, Jake, you got to put it in the hands of your quarterback. He's delivered all night. I, you got to let him sling it around out there a little bit. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Peyton takes the snaps. A screen pass intercepted by the Rebels. Ah. Uh, was intercepted by Taylor, the quarterback. And this looks like he threw it right to him. Screen pass intended for Zeke Deloach. Just helping himself out there. Uh, unfortunately, Peyton tried to force one that wasn't there, and uh, Taylor was there for the taking. Yep. And maybe the Wolves' defense can stand tall here, but it's going to be tough. They've gotten pushed around here on this last drive, and you know the Rebels are going to keep running it because that's what they've had success with. So if they get a score here, this one might be all but over. And it looks like there's a timeout on the field called by the Wolves. So we'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week, driven by Toyota of Silicaga. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Welcome back to Atkins Holmes Broadcast Booth, fourth quarter action. About nine minutes left to go in the game. Rebels up by four, a score of 22 to 18, and have just intercepted the ball thrown by Landon Payton and have good field position at the Wolves 34 and going to try to punch it in and maybe secure this thing. Takes a snap, McMahon is straight up the middle. He won't get anything there. That'll, he'll be taken down to the line of scrimmage. And uh, that's the kind of defense we need for the next three plays because you know they're going four downs here. They're not going to uh, throw the ball, try to force a turnover on their account. And uh, we need to we need to stop right here. That they do, Jacob. That they do because that clock's just going to keep ticking, and you don't want to go down by a two-score deficit. And, and uh, based on what they've run here recently, they're going to end up throwing this thing here in a minute. McMahon is straight up the middle, and he got about five yards or six yards on the carry, so bring up third and medium. But, Jacob, they've been stacking the box, and they've been running it 
but I think they're going to try to go up over the top because if you notice, the Wolves' defense has been cheating up and cheating up and cheating up. Yeah, you catch them napping, you're going to make them pay. Yeah. As you are. Takes a snap. McManus straight up run up the middle again, and he will get maybe two yards, but he'll be about three yards short of the first down. That'll bring up fourth down, and if the Wolves, you need this stop. This is an all-important fourth down. We need a stop right here. We've got them fourth down. We've got them where we want them. That we do. Seven and a half minutes to go in the game. You got They're in your territory facing a fourth and four. You've got to get this stop. So in the backfield is Taylor. McManus with him. It's going to be a straight run up the middle. Taylor, he, he didn't it. get it. Second effort. Maybe no. Second effort. No. 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 He did not get it. If they gave it to him, it's a generous oh, spot. Up the middle, by a whole host of Wolves defenders. He didn't He'll get it. He'll be half a yard short of the line to gain. You can hear a pin drop in this place right now. Yeah. And they would not give it to him. That's first down for the Fetville Wolves. Wow, what a stop there by the defense. And uh, real quick, while we're changing possession, 31-7. to So Silicaga broke the shutout with two minutes to go in Beauregard. Well, that's good. They got some points on the board there, Jacob. And the Wolves need to get some points on the board here. Huge stop by your defense. If you're this offense, you got to march this thing down the field and get some points. And, and let's not force anything like we did the last time. Let's uh, – Run the ball. Let's choose choose some clock. Let's keep catch their defense. If you're Peyton, you got to shake it off and go back out there and sling it again. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Takes the snap. Peyton's going to give it to Cam Hammonds up the middle, and he is met at the line of scrimmage, and he'll be taken down for about a yard loss. Second down, eleven. So Coach Limbaugh just trying to trying to run it, maybe trying to kill some clock, but we need those runs for some positive yards. That we do, Jacob. That we do. So you're down by four points, twenty-two to eighteen. You got six and a half minutes left to go in this game. Your defense just got a huge stop. If you're the Wolves' offense, you have got to get this thing going. Make the most out of the opportunity that has been presented to you. That it is. Now, it looks like the Wolves might have to burn another timeout here. Four on the play clock, three on the play clock, two on the play clock. Limbaugh had to burn another timeout on them, so we'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Broadway Spinal Care may be new to Sylacauga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. You're gonna love how you Welcome back to the Fettel Football Game of the Week on the Fettel Sports Network. This week on Kicks 100.3 WYEA. And we'll just had to burn our last time out, Jacob, and that's not a good spot to be in. You're going to start playing for the boundary now. That's right, second and ten. Peyton airs one out. He's got Cole Hardy wide open. Cole Hardy caught the ball 
at the 43-yard line, and he got hit and hit hard, and he held on to it, Jacob. Yeah, but we've got to get to the line of scrimmage. We've got to beat those chains now. That we do, Jacob. They, but they can't get in too much of a hurry. There's still six minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. But, Jacob, I mean, we talked about this receiving core last week having a lot of drop passes, seeing them warming up, dropping the ball a lot this week. That is not the case. I mean, they, these guys have been hit, hit hard, held on to the ball. Wolves are playing tremendous football out there, and they got to keep it up. You take away that one interception and one touchdown, and they played almost uh, perfect. Takes a snap, handoff straight up the middle. Cam Hammonds is tripped up after a gain of about one yard, second and nine. We're trying to run the football now, and uh, maybe we'll run a couple of plays and pass a couple of plays and try, yep. to, try to get this ball downfield because the time is really not on our side right now. You know, last time we scored, people might have wondered why Coach Limbaugh went for two instead of kicking the extra point. If you kick the extra point, now you're down only three, and and a field goal ties it and sends it in overtime. I'm not questioning that call, but we got to have a touchdown now. That we do, David. That we do. Second and nine, snap to Peyton. Peyton runs straight up the middle, ran into a wall and pushed it about three yards forward. So bringing up third and six, five minutes to go in the game. And you got to think, Jacob, Coach Limbaugh has played this game to have the offense, have the ball in the offense hand under five minutes left to go. And you want it in your offense's hand and not have to rely on your defense to make a stop. But you have to get this first down, whether it's one play or two plays. You have to meet that line to gain. If not, the way Thor's was running, they could very well end the game on you. And our offense has played the game of the year. And remember, no timeouts for the Wolves. Down by four with four and a half minutes to go. Third and six. Peyton steps back, fires one deep over the middle. And Zeke DeLoach almost caught it over Taylor. Taylor should have had an interception. Zeke went for it. A little slow to get up. Good sportsmanship there by Malachi Allwood. Trying to help Zeke up. Looks like he might have had a little cramp or something there on the field, but he's down. And that means, guys, they're stopping play for him. That means he's got to come out. He should come out of the game this play. Yep. He's not going to be able to play on this very important fourth and uh, about six. You might as well say this is the ball game. Yeah, I was going to say, Jacob, this is probably the game, this play, fourth and seven from their own 48. So they have got to get it to the 45 of the Rebels. 46 of the Rebels is way the ball spotted. So really it's about seven. So I don't know what the Wolves run here. Your best player is on the sideline. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Landon Payton drops back to pass, fires one over the middle. It's caught. It is caught over the middle. Reed Wallace limping as he got up, but he made the catch. That's a first down for the Wolves. And uh, somebody, he, he fell on it awkwardly, and that's another playmaker going down right there. But he steps out, but Zeke steps back in. Let's just hope this whatever's wrong with uh, Reed Wallace is something quick. It looks like a cramp. I don't know. I hope it is. Four minutes to go in the game. The Wolves got the ball at the Rebels' 43-yard line, and it looks like Coach Limbaugh says we're winning this game on this drive or we're not winning the game at all. And I like the call. I like the aggressiveness. Don't, you know, don't play it safe. Takes the snaps to toss to Cam Hammonds around the outside, and he'll run and get three or four. 
And I'll bring up second down. And uh, we're playing for the boundary right now. Uh, we're running to the sideline. The side, we're playing sideline to sideline because we have to use that boundary now to stop the clock. That we do, Jacob. Still plenty of time in this game, though, guys. 339 is an eternity when you got the ball on the 40-yard line going in. One thing you don't want to do that Blake said a few minutes ago, you don't want to score too quick. No. Uh, it, and, you know, right now, like I was saying, I want to end the game with my offense having the ball. Peyton takes a snap. He drops back to pass. He fires one over to Cole Hardy, and it is caught for about a four- or five-yard pickup. That'll bring up third manageable here. Be about third and a long three. We'll call it four. No, methodically was... moving the ball, and there's another injured wolf on the field. I'm not sure who it is this time. Can't get a number on him, but hope he's going to get off the field all right. Probably taking a knee. Looks like we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with fourth quarter action. Let's to the felt football game of the week on Kicks 100.3. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh, hot coffee as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Markets. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh yeah, Allen Brew Markets. Welcome back. Fourth quarter action. Wolves down four, three and a half minutes left to go in the game. They've got the ball third down and four from the Rebel 37 as Cole Hardy was assisted off the field. We hope he's all right, and that's just a little stinger. So you got two plays to get four yards. Zeke Deloach, your best player, is back on the field. And Reed Wallace looks like he's walking around all right, so he should go in the next play. Takes the snap, drops back, landing. Oh, he just overthrew Zeke DeLoach on the slant. Zeke would have had six points on that play. Just overthrew him. He had him wide open. I like the play call with the slant right there. Maybe we could go back to that. Should we get the first down here and the here, here we go again. And this is an important time in the game that you would want to call a timeout, but due to lack of awareness on the field here in this second half, with the play clock, you don't have any left. Yeah, and like, like I said a few minutes ago, we're playing the boundary, but right now you can't worry about the boundary. you got to worry about that first nope. down marker. And it's ticking down again. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton. Oh, man. They were trying to get him with the hard count, and it looked like Zeke flinched early, and he knew it was on him. That's a false start, and this will turn this fourth and four into fourth and nine. Wow, this really decreases your chances of getting the first down. We've seen Zeke go downfield and make some spectacular catches, and we need one right now. And I know Peyton would love to have that one back. He overthrew Zeke on that last play. So we'll see what they can do here, Jacob. This is probably the last Wolves snap from scrimmage. You don't have any timeouts to stop the clock, and if Thorsby gets the ball back, they can run it down. Drops back, Peyton. He's running around. Good coverage. He's going to run it. He's going to run it, and he is stopped short. He will be a two yards short. 
Good decision there to run it, lowered his head, but the Thorsby defender was a little bit quicker and three minutes to go in the game, down four, no timeouts. Then the Rebels will take over the ball and if they get a first down, Jacob, the game is probably over if I had to guess. But you know what, Blake, there's nothing to hang our head over tonight. Yeah, I agree, Jacob, but you know that's not what those Wolves players out there are thinking. This is going to be a heartbreaker for them, man. If, uh, even if they get a stop right here, and it's just going to be tough to come back from that. Lowers his head as McManus up the middle. He gets about a yard, but see now, Jacob, with no timeouts left, They'll run it down to 220, snap it. Run it down to about a minute and 40, snap it. Run it down to a minute, snap it. And the Wolves get the ball back with maybe 30 seconds left. Because they can run out 120 seconds, which is two minutes from that original snap. So second and eight, and they're going to take all the time they can as this clock ticks down to two and a half minutes. And so Taylor, he's going to take the snap, run around to the left side. And they can't get him down. He'll get the first down before they finally take him down, and that'll be the ball game. He scampers for about 15 yards, broke a few tackles. And now they can just start kneeling the ball. Yeah, that'll pretty much do it. But like we've talked about, I mean, this has been the best game we have played to this point. Yeah, that it has. We were in it for four quarters. And unfortunately, there was a few things that just didn't go our way. And that that is the difference in tonight's game. That it is. um, And you can only count on one hand the amount of mistakes that the Wolves made tonight. But they made them when it counted the most, and that was towards the end of the game. Takes a snap, McManus up the middle. He's hit hard after a yard and a half gain. Second down with a minute and 40 left. This will be the end of the game here. They'll run probably two more plays, and this one will be over as there's still 25 seconds on the play clock and about well, now 20 seconds on the play clock, 18, excuse me, 15 on the play clock, and 120 on the game clock. So they can run it down to a minute before they snap this one. Takes the snap. McManus up the middle. Powering his way through. Gets the first down and is finally taken down. They couldn't even tackle him on that one, Jacob. I think Thorsby's wanting to score again. Looks like it. You'll probably see a kneel here in just a second. Once those chains get moved and the clock starts running. Because they can run this down about about 35 seconds. I think uh, Taylor just signaled to the referee that that was probably going to be it. Yep. Looks like they'll come up here in kneel formation. Yep, and that's exactly what they'll do, so... 30 seconds left to go. Taylor will take the snap, take the knee. That'll be the final play of the game. Your final score, Thorsby 22, Wolves 18. This was a hard-fought game for both sides, and unfortunately the Wolves did not come out on top. But, Jacob, they played with effort. 
they played with dignity, I mean, integrity tonight. I mean, this Wolves team played their heart out, and unfortunately they lost the game. But you know what? This builds character. This makes me feel better about next week. Maybe we can pick that first win up against Coosa Central next week. If we can play every game from here on out like we did tonight, we will be in good shape. Yeah, that we will, Jacob. And I just, uh, man, I hate the way that they lost it the way they did. And, you know, just a couple bad mistakes there at the end of the game. And so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the post-game show here on Kicks 100.3. Shop Coosa Valley Auto Sales. We have cars up to three and four thousand dollars off. Our payments are normally a hundred to two hundred dollars less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. And because we want people to always get the best deal, we will check within a seventy-five mile radius to make sure that we are absolutely the best deal on the same vehicle. Because we want to make sure that you're always getting the best deal, whether you buy it from us or not. Come and see us at Coosa Valley Auto Sales on Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama, right across from Elite Daycare Center. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week Post Game Show. Wolf just lost one in heartbreaking fashion here, Jacob. 18 to 22 to the Thorsby Rebels. Had the ball. The offense was driving at the end of the game. Just came up short on a fourth down attempt. Man, that's just that's a tough one right there for the Wolves. But they played well. They showed that they can play two quarter, two full halves of football, and that they they play like winners. And unfortunately, it just came up short. Yeah, those are the ones that if you're a player, you're going to lose sleep over. That one's yep. going to haunt you for the next week. But it also should give you hope for the for next week. Yep. There was a lot of bright spots in this game. We played a full four quarter game tonight. That is something we cannot say has happened all season long and if we played four quarters tonight that's been my big thing all season look at what just happened yes we were yes we lost this game I, that that did happen but we won some of those small battles that we did and jacob when we're two years from now starting the 2024 season we're going to look back and say when did this team really start playing well I mean, I know there will be a couple guys graduating, and we'll look back to this night and say that's when they turned a corner. They showed they can play. They showed they can compete. They can stick to the game plan, and that they can play hard um, and, and play with – they just play with energy and effort. And, Jacob, I just – I couldn't have anything better to say about these guys this evening. I can honestly say there was not a single point in this game I would say we were out of it. Nope, not at all. And that's the first time we could say that this season. And I'm just – I'm proud of these guys. I'm pleased with their performance, and I know they are too, but I know that they're upset, and there's probably a few tears in a couple of those guys' eyes because there would be mine too. You forget the blowouts. I remember in basketball when I played, I blowout, who cares? You go home, lose a close one. That's the one that bothers you. And, you know, this is going to be on their mind for a long time. Thorsby has become sort of a rivalry game for Fayetteville, and, it's a game that you want to win. It's a game that's been circled on that calendar all season long. Uh, you gotta, you gotta feel bad for our guys, but you also gotta feel excited for them at the same time. That's right, Jacob. And uh, remember, well, seven o'clock will be at Harvey's on Noble. 
a week from tonight for the Coach John Limbaugh Show. We'll have a lot of content to talk about after this great performance this evening, followed by live game action the next night, Friday. We will be at Coosa Central starting 6.30 pregame, followed by live game coverage at 7. Um, so join us there, and we will be back on the Fetville Sports Network on RadioAlabamaSports.net. So we'll be back with that. And I'm going to throw it back on to David McCurley. Everybody have a great weekend and be safe and have safe travels going back home. A great call from the guys tonight. That's Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett with you on the Fayetteville High School Sports Network. Uh, Just a tough, heartbreaking loss for the Wolves. 22-18, they fall to Thorsby tonight. Don't forget, tomorrow night, right here on Kicks 100.3, you can listen to myself and Robert Sprayberry. Airtime 6.30 as Walter Welburn comes to take on Childersburg. And, of course, uh, don't forget tomorrow night as well over on our sister station, Mix 106.5, Greg Wyckoff, Tony White, and Anderson Wyckoff. Big game there as B.B. Comer host Isabella. Last score we had was 37-7. to Beauregard over Sylacauga. I think that's a final now. Uh, We'll check and make sure that you know that tomorrow. Until tomorrow night, more high school football. Don't forget to get up and get up with McCurley in the morning, tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock right here on Kicks 100.3. For Jacob and for uh, Blake, also for Andrew and Sherry, who's been with us, helping us tonight. Thank you to everybody for listening here on Kicks 100.3. We'll see you tomorrow night. This has been a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.